Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people that, man, forget that. I don't have an intro for this week because I saw an UFO. A UFO? <laughs> I saw an actual UFO this weekend. Bro, you gonna enter? Like you gonna say who you are? Uh, I'm still I'm in shock. But uh, <laughs> this this is Jaren, and this is TJ. And this week, for the first time in a while, we have a special guest on the show. It's been too long. Yeah, it's been too long. Yes. So um, a couple of months ago, a few months ago, you may recall I uh, was a guest on a podcast. In that yeah, he dipped out on me, y'all. It's cool, but go ahead. <laughs> it so went, it went I, personal, <laughs> I, um, I found a podcast uh, called The Drinks at the Kitchen Table Podcast. And today we have uh, one of the uh, hosts of that show. We have Greg from The Drinks at the Kitchen, Bab- Kitchen Table Podcast. That's a long name, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's a good four. name, man. I like it. It's natural, man. It is what it is. It's what was happening at the time. What's up, Corporate Streets? How y'all doing, man? Yo. We straight, man. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate it. Uh, that, no the problem. name of the podcast, the name of the podcast actually describes exactly what it is, though. Absolutely. You, like you, you like you've been a, you've been a guest. Like we literally sit at the table and we talk about the normal everyday topics that you would be talking about while having a drink, just like any other regular time. We just yeah. took one of our favorite pastimes and made it a podcast. That's what happened. Right. Okay. Respectable. And in, in true drinks at the kitchen table fashion, although I'm not at the kitchen table, mm. in honor of the podcast, I'm having a drink right now, sir. You having a drink, man? What you drinking? Man, so check it. Uh, I've been trying different beers like from different craft breweries. Right. And so I'm drinking a beer right now. It's called Aftershock. Uh, it's orange cream. Wait, orange cream sick ale. <laughs> it's a cream ale. And, it's a, uh, it has like a hint of orange. And uh, so pretty, does, it's pretty dope. Does it taste like a, like a dream sickle? Uh, not well. I think they were just taking a name from like cream sickle. It's a cream sick ale. So it's a cream ale. It's type sound, of ale. It sounds it's made, interesting. It's made in Temecula. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty interest. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I had last week. I had like this pineapple stout, or excuse me, not pineapple, peanut butter. I had this peanut butter stout, and it had like a a peanut butter finish to it. It uh-huh. was super dope. And so the same company made this one. So I tried it, and I'm having it right now on the podcast in true drinks at the kitchen table fashion. So. Now, now y'all don't do y'all ever drink beer, or y'all have always. But mixed then again, drinks? I was gonna say that too. You guys do mixes, though. I, I haven't seen you guys do beer. You're right. So we we here's the thing with beer. Number one, I haven't had a beer in like two and a half months. I've actually kind of stopped drinking beer, and I kind of just focus on. Um, cocktails and my, you know, on I love, the spirits. Yeah, I love my whiskeys. So my whiskey drinks, and, okay, and stuff like that. I've been focusing just on drinking that. And for the show, we found that um, beer is sexy for men. It ain't sexy for women. Ah, and you do have a lady on the podcast. Yes. I, so my my co-host Mo is right. She's not drinking the fucking like she refuses. She's not drinking the fucking beer. She'll drink something else. While we I mean, drink said beer, we can make cocktails that include beer. Like a couple weeks ago, we had a blackberry beer 
that we mixed with the vodka and like I can't remember what kind of juice, lime or lemon. But either way, it was it was a good yeah. drink. But we so we can make beer tails is what they call. Um, but never do we just have um, just a, a beer by itself. I thought about at one point starting another show, um, and when I was thinking, when I was way deeper in sports and uh, and having like a different beer be the feature for those sports episodes, but. My sports loves have changed. And I'll just leave that. Oh, that. and we're gonna get we're gonna get to that a little later, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to that in a minute, <laughs> right? Okay. So, so now, I'm, what I'm, you do this weekend, bro? What you do, Jaren? Well, first, before I get to that, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. He said that. I mean, yeah, they do have a lady on the show, Mo, and she is technically a lady, but I'm surprised she likes to do. She seemed like the. <laughs> Yo, dog, that might be borderline disrespectful. It's no, hey, it's absolutely <laughs> yeah, hey, not hey, disrespectful. So, 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 what, what you yeah, said? What you she said, dog, she look like she drink beer, dog. You no, like, just yo, the way she Mo, talks. You look like you drink beer. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, I think I think he's just saying Mo ain't no punk, man. That's all it is. Nah, she ain't. She ain't. Nah, Mo, nah, Mo kind of tuned into the podcast. And she's pretty she's damn no aggressive. Punk. Yeah. So for yeah, him to so, uh, no punk. for him to make that assumption, I can understand that. But yeah, she don't fuck with like you give her some cognac, she'll drink that nigga straight with no no mixer. She don't need that, but but she not she don't really fuck with beer like that. That's all. Gotcha. <laughs> That's respectable. And so you're a whiskey guy. I'm I'm pretty much a cognac guy myself. I got into cognacs about two years ago, and so uh, I've been I've been on my cognac tip. Uh, for yeah. my cognac. Now, now I feel now I feel bad, dog. Now I feel like I I, I now I'm misrepresented. I gotta go change <laughs> up now. I need to I need to go get me a glass. I might put y'all on hold and oh, go man. fix it up now. Absolutely, absolutely not. That's not necessary. Um, it's just your drink of choice. I mean, like we sitting all at the table sharing the same thing. For instance, if yeah, you there, you go. If if Mo is here, if Mo is here, I have to change my shit. Nah, Mo was so. here. You shout out to Mo. Done, I'll let you know in advance. <laughs> like yo. Mo not drinking this motherfucking <laughs> beer, so we need to uh, get something else going, man. But nah, man, yeah. you drink what you drink. It's, it's. I mean, we just being comfortable right now. I got a drink yeah. with me. Yeah, speaking as well. of that, what do, what do you think of ladies that drink beer? Like, if a uh, if you went out on a date, I know you're a married man, but just picture yourself. You went out on a date, and you and the chick came out, and she was drinking. She she ordered she ordered like like a, a like a hardcore beer too. No, she came to the crib and she said she was gonna bring a drink, and she brings like some steel reserve or some like some old English. What would you? <laughs> she what would you think? Listen, first of all, like drinking a beer is probably not that big of a deal. Like sometimes I've seen women do shit like drink a beer simply for the point of bonding. Like it depends on what they coming over the crib to do. If they coming over um, to like watch the game or some shit just to try to be in your space and time, bringing a beer is cool because they have one. Cause that's all they really fucking want, and then you would drink the rest of the six pack, or um, yeah. they sh- they show up with some OE man that that tells you a lot about them. Um, <laughs> if if you're not an OE type nigga, then you need to know right now. Like she's an OE type chick. Let's say you and, that that tells you that y'all yeah y'all just ain't on the same level. Y'all ain't in the man. same place in life. They let you <laughs> know what okay. you need to know. So like if you like if you if you, if you can't handle it, you can't. No, you can't handle yeah. it. You can't handle it, man. Like, I would be like, yeah, this would be the last date for this shit. I ain't fucking with this old bitch. <laughs> you know that date's about All to right. be. That's the last date, but. 
That's the last one. <laughs> All right. Try to enjoy it though. Ladies, ladies, pay attention. Never come with the OE or the Colt 45. No, I know. I mean, look. I mean, if I was offended by it, I wouldn't be. Like I've been on some dates. I've been out to some parties and stuff where the women were drinking beer. Like that that's it's not. I think it's probably more common than you than you would think. It is. It definitely is. Especially in California. I noticed that uh, a lot of women out here, they are into beer, like IPAs, kind of like the craft beers. And then they like whiskey. They like Jameson. A lot of them are proud reason. of that, too. Like, like our beer connoisseurs, actually. So Yeah, seriously. And they, like, they like Jameson because n- Jameson is amazing, by the way. That's why. Everybody loves Jameson. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> I, I I did have some beers this weekend, and I don't feel like that played a role in what I saw. So, um, I went camping this weekend okay. outside of Chicago. I went camping. I went on a camping trip outside of Chicago. So you were homeless for a few days. What you tell me? I was exactly okay. Okay. Um, gotcha. I my sister was having a, her birthday celebration. She lives in Chicago. My sister Kim, who's been on the show. And she uh, wanted to do some camping, so that's what we did. And the first night I got there, I was sitting there with the Guinness in hand. And <laughs> I look up in the sky, and I see this orange glowing object flying through the sky. And like, it's moving at it. Like insect well, size, bird size, like what do you mean flying? Well, objects? see, as, as, I, as I sit here and think about it, it could have been a perspective thing, but it seemed like it was as high as... Well, look, it seems like it was as high as an airplane to me. It seemed like it was that far away. But it could okay. have been a large, a large thing glowing closer, but it, it, I don't think it was. So I looked at it, and all I saw was like an orange flame. And it was like kind of a circular. And it was kind of like black in the middle, so I'm not sure what that was about. And... What I do know is it was close enough to where we should have heard it if it was an airplane. Um, like a fighter jet would have been would have been making a lot more noise than what this thing was. All right. So and how, first, it how didn't, many of those Guinness did you have? I had one and I hadn't even had it all yet. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Well, I probably I probably did have it all because it was like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning <laughs> when I saw it. But... Um, so this thing is flying across and making no noise. It didn't have any of the red or white lights like an aircraft normally would. Now, granted, we were kind of close to the airport. But why wasn't this thing making noise? Why didn't it have light? It was moving fast, so it wasn't a hot air balloon. And who flies a hot air balloon at 2 o'clock in the morning? Okay. They could say weather balloon, I guess. But I don't know if weather balloons move as fast as jets You do. sure wasn't a drone? Drones? Do drones put out like fire out the back? Well, drones can do pretty much anything, bro. They can, they can, they can make drones to do whatever it is they want drones to do. Like, so um, military grade drone that shoots up people. Yeah, I'm sure they, they can get it to, to glow orange for Jaron getting his drinking ass in the camping woods outside of Chicago. Okay, but wouldn't <laughs> it be making noise? I mean, how much noise? No, do you? They don't. People don't hear drones when they come. It's but they like this thing had an after. Okay, so if this was a drone, it has an afterburner on it. Like it was, it was a huge fire coming out of this thing. So, 
I would imagine. I mean, this thing going Mach one or something. I mean, it should have been making some noise. So Even if it wasn't in is, any mock situation. It, so what are you saying it is, though? Like, this is what I'm... All right, so... <laughs> it was an unidentified flying object. I have no idea what it was. It could have it been... It could have been a jet with some new technology. It could have been... Uh, one of those little Japanese lanterns where they light it up and it flies in the air. It could have been no, one No, they're not fast, though. Or it could have been in a spacecraft. I have no idea. In Chicago. I don't okay. know why... They're doing these things in Chicago, but because it's low key. Did anybody <laughs> else see so, see this drone? Or yes, whatever this two other pe- was. Yeah, there were two other witnesses who were watching it. I actually posted up a video on Facebook, and they were speaking and they were looking at it too. I feel like there were some white people who were there as well who was looking at it as well. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I got video of it. Now, the problem is, by the time I got my phone out and the video pulled up, it was kind of already passed, so you didn't Stop. get to see the side view like I did at first. So it's just kind of like an orange speck. TJ, you buying this UFO, man? Man, hell no, I ain't buying this. <laughs> I don't know what this man is talking about. Like, okay, he's been drinking. He's inebriated. He claims he has video, but we can alter video nowadays. I don't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> I don't know what this man was doing, bro. That's crazy. But you know what, though? What You know what? As a matter of fact, though, I'm going to be objective. I'm going to be objective right uh, now. I even bail you uh, up. From his, I mean, from his perspective, it was an unidentified flying object. For him, exactly. it was a UFO. But for everybody else in the world, it was either a drone or I don't know what else it how would do you, been. How do you? I, f- I would have to see it. How do you figure that? Like, I didn't, I didn't say it was absolutely an alien or anything. I just said it was unidentified. And it didn't. No, I, I, it didn't have the markings of a plane. It just simply. It was just making zero noise. It wasn't a helicopter glowing like that. And I've never seen a plane that didn't make noise. So, right. so a drone. I would imagine a drone with afterburners would be putting out some noise too, unless they develop, <laughs> unless they develop technology to make that not happen. So wait, this fire that you saw, like you saw flames, or you, is that is that okay? So what you think you saw? So I can't even say I identified as fire. Fire. It was just orange like fire, and it had a glow like firewood. So it was a like, orange so came illumination from like the back. Yeah. No, yeah. I can't even say. I can't even confirm if it was coming. It's like from the side view, which I wish I could have got that recorded. It just seemed like a glowing ball. Like, it didn't look like a trail, like a fire trail, like you would imagine, like you would draw it if you was drawing a picture of a jet. It didn't look like yeah. that. It just looked like an orange glow. I mean, it's the middle of the night. It's a little cold. So, I mean, whatever atmospherical Yo, it, things were at play. Could it have been like huh? a meteor or something? So, that was my. that's the next point I was going to make. On this show, I also described my... Uh, uh, the time I saw a, a meteor, star? a shooting star or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting star. I saw one and that thing was moving and that had a trail. This was not what that was. It wasn't moving okay. that fast. That thing. Okay. That meteor was like supersonic fast. Like it was there gotcha. for an instant. This thing, it's we sat tricky, there and right? were able to watch it. So. Oh, so, gotcha. So I guess. I think I know what is, it was, doc. What was it? I think I know. Before you go, I think I know what it was. <laughs> what was well, hold it? on. Before, before it was. Well, if he has a question, you, you're trying to you're trying to 
put an end to what I allegedly saw. I think Greg. All should, right, go ahead. Yeah. Go go for the question. Go for the question, Greg. No, no, I have a question. I want to know what it was. I'm oh, waiting okay, for go you ahead. to see what it was. I, I got a question for you after he tell me what he thought it was, though. Right, go Dude, I'm telling you, I know what it was. Oh, it was the fireball from Super Mario. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was hanging in the sky. <laughs> so it might as well could have been because it was fire like that. There you so, go. It explains the fire. It explains the fact that it was hanging there. Super Mario shot that shit right there in the sky for Jaren to see in Chicago. It was moving about the same speed as a plane oh. would. Like a regular so, commercial plane. Uh, so my problem here is is that in order for this to be um, a fireball, a lot of shit had to happen. Like, first of all, Mario had to get a big, and then he had to find that flower. So he you know was a big. What yeah, was he was a big. No, that he was not, in space throwing fireballs. I'm just saying, he had to go through a lot of shit to get to space. And then it didn't, it didn't have like the bouncing that a fireball would. Uh, it was just like a straight, the trajectory, the trajectory, trajectory. <laughs> Was just a horizontal line. Wait, wait, wait. The, that bouncing shit you talking about was Mario in like '88, bro. That's like Mario in like '96. This is 2017 Mario. What are you like? He can make that thing gravitate. He can let it hang there. He can do whatever he want now, bro. It's a different Mario. All right, man. Y'all can make fun. It's the same on Mario. Y'all can make fun of this all you want. But when so, shit gets real and aliens come to this earth, listen, oh, y'all motherfuckers gonna be like, we should have listened to him because <laughs> he tried to pull us, put us onto this technology. And okay, y'all laughing so how about, about this? So listen, how about this, dog? All right, yeah. What should we do then? Now that we got this information, dog, should I go buy more water? Is that what I should do? Please, at the should I go I get like? Not, not at the very water. least. At the very, at the very least, least because, that's what we should be doing. Because if these if these niggas is like so bold to be flying through chicago proper they was on the west side flying around like they ain't scared of us so okay this, all right man so listen this is this is like this is my last question and then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be done with it so like how did you sleep after you saw this like did you go like to sleep peacefully and comfortably and shit or was you like you know what and couldn't sleep you know what this is also documented. I actually did not sleep at all. I could not <laughs> sleep that night. I, oh, wow. It, free, it really freaked you out, though? I wouldn't give it all to that. I definitely thought about it, but I wasn't up thinking about that. I just simply couldn't sleep because it's outside. It's on the ground. Um, oh, I just, the, the voluntary homeless and shit. That's what bothered you. You couldn't sleep because of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking about this show. I can't, I can't sleep in weird places, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You, 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 that's heavily documented on the Corporate Streets podcast too. Now, when you initially said you went camping, I was picturing that you went with some white friends from work. But since this is a black camping trip, I gotta hear how this shit went. Like every time I've went camping, there's at least one white person that knows what the hell they doing out right, there. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. And not saying that black people can't camp because I'm sure there's some real serious Bear Grylls type black people that's camping crazy. I just don't know none. So, how did this go? So, like you said, there is a designated... There has to be a designated person who knows what they're doing. Like, you can't get there and you got to set up tents and you never set up a tent in your life. You don't know how to set up your sleeping bag and start a fire. You got to have people there who knows how to do that. Kim did have a friend who had all those things covered. 
Okay. She was, she was talking about how how much the firewood was, and I was like, "How you know the price of firewood? Like, who's up on that?" And she was like, "Well, I was a Girl Scout, and I just had to know these things." And so, so she, is is is, is said girl a white girl? She wasn't. It was a hundred percent black. Uh, this this campaign trip was. Dude, that is historic, bro. That's and actually, dope. what the cool thing about this this place, it was kind of like a uh, camping trailer park kind of setup. So like you uh-huh. had neighbors all around. So it was some black people across the street, uh, like barbecuing like an entire pig. There was like across a, the field, right? Or no, across, just the, ac- lot, across or? the road. I mean, it was throwing distance. Okay, like just like ninety feet maybe. Um, there were roads though like you can drive through it yeah so it wasn't like in the woods it was like an open clearing for ah. camping and like there's just a lot of different spots so to camp wait a like minute. 30 different spots so wait so now you just threw up my visual of this damn fireball so yeah i was in just like a big clear open space like you weren't seeing this through like trees and shit no i had an open view of it so that's the other unfortunate thing because you couldn't use the there was nothing to scale it off of and to see how fast it was moving so i didn't i couldn't capture that gotcha but uh so it's yeah asian family was next to us um of course there was white people around there and there were some mexicans there so it was very diverse very diverse yep very diverse Um, with it but like i said we was all black and it was all black women except for me and oh you was the only dude yeah i mean it was going cool but right off it was kind of some tension already when i got there so when i I got there my sister was introducing everybody and uh oh by the way being only dude it, it wasn't what it was you know, it's not it's it's not as exciting as you would think. No, yeah. hell no. I'm not thinking it's gonna be exciting at all. Like they I'm expecting them to look for you for everything, every problem no, that arises. That definitely did anything that's heavy. No, the the chick okay. the chick the, the the camping chick, she was like an alpha type female who wants to show everybody that she knows everything. So she was one of those types. Oh, that's dope. Which is so cool. You, yeah. you got to take the Perfect. day off. I got, I, got yeah. to sit, I got to sit back. So, so. Uh, as soon as I got there, uh, my sister was introducing everybody, and she was like, and so-and-so is in the tent with her kids. Trying with to who? put her kids to sleep. Kids? So, my sister, she invited like a bunch of coworkers and friends, and one of them brought a plus one, which okay. was a friend who had a, a son or something. Okay. And so the so the plus the one plus is the one friend, had a plus not one? the son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The plus one plus, had a plus my, one. My plus one got a plus one. That's that bullshit. Is that a party file? Wait, yes. is that a party file? Absolutely. You don't first of all, you're a guest. Is you here. a boss? I fuck that. You're a guest. I'd be fucking damn if you bring somebody with you. Unless you cleared that shit. Did, did she clear it or was it like a surprise? Did your sister know or not? Well, see, the, the, the plus one, technically, she didn't even want to come to the thing. I don't know why she agreed to come, but she didn't even want to come. But I guess, you know, I don't know if she couldn't find a babysitter or whatever the issue was, or she just wanted her son to have the experience. So she, I guess, forced herself to come. That's crazy. And well, so, the, so the, the plus one 
okay so my sister's friend had two kids then the friend had a plus one which had her own kid right so it's three kids there total okay all right so maybe that's why she wanted to bring them because she knew that the friend was actually bringing her kids i don't know you know niggas can't get babysitters on a friday so that's probably all it was damn right about that shit so so anyway so she so the one girl the the plus one never came out of the tent went you know once we got there we got there like at uh 10 30 i got there like at 10 30 and and she never came out and when i saw her the next day she didn't even speak so she was mad you know i guess I guess everybody would be mad. It was just so cold or whatever. I don't know. But she didn't speak. She seemed to have an attitude the whole time. She didn't really want to do nothing. So right. she a rude plus one? She's a rude plus one that didn't even bring anything. Like, so you coming on a camping trip. My, now, my sister said you don't have to bring anything. She said you got food. We got food. Uh, we got everybody covered as far as food goes. You know, just bring what you, you know, yourself and clothes or whatever you need to sleep. We got tents and everything. I feel like y'all would you booze though. We like, have y'all booze. Have, y'all had booze, man. Like what did y'all? I feel like we I had all like kinds of drinks. Drinking. It was what, a time. It was a time like, of drinking. They had they had drinks. They had booze. They had. Uh, she uh, sounded like she didn't partake. They had other anything, <laughs> but she had a kid. They, they had other. She, no, I didn't. I didn't notice her drinking. I didn't notice her participating in any of the other type activities. Um. I don't know. I don't know what her issue was, but she 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 just didn't want to be there. So so here let me I'm gonna skip to the end of where it it all went left. So they went kayaking. I stayed behind. I didn't feel like going kayaking. And I expected them to be gone for like a huh? That sounds some Greg shit right there. Just to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I figured I had like an hour and a half, two hours, so I lit up a cigar and I was gonna sit back and enjoy the day. You know, the quiet time. And in about 45 minutes, they came back. Well, first, it was the friend and the plus one that came back. And they just walked up real fast into the tent and started packing up shit. And I'm like, uh, oh, wow. They getting ready to get up out of there? Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? And I didn't, you know, I'm just sitting there <laughs> just kind of watching. And then my sister's car pulls up. And they didn't, they just kind of seemed like... They were they were seeing like they were being quiet and not speaking about an issue that just happened. And so here's the issue that happened. So something happened where like they were talking to the canoe people and the girl's kid was like trying to talk. And one of the other friends was like, hey, you know, let the adults talk. Let, let's just take a second. The plus one got mad. Like, don't be talking to my kid. Don't be telling my kid what to do. Well, then tell your kid to shut the fuck up. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Exactly. I can't she was like, nope. that shit, man. How the fuck you gonna get mad because an actual adult tells your kid to be quiet like grown folks? Because you wasn't business. doing it, right? What the fuck? Right. So wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me just ask. Like, did the person say shut up or no? She was just like, to, nah. she's she's like, she's talking right now. Uh, you know, just just wait a second. Basically, is how how it was told to me okay it was, you supposed to tell that sounds her fair. Ass, in, in her stupid ass mind you supposed to tell her hey can you tell your fucking kid to shut like it's just stupid and, and that's it's what she child. said 
This is a child. Like, I'm going to tell this child to shut up. Like, I'm not even shut up. Be quiet while grown folks talk. Like, it's no, it's absolutely no reason I should have. Like, listen, if my kids are around a group of adults and these adults are trying to talk and one of my kids are talking and before I can get it out of my mouth, another adult says, hey, be quiet. The adults are talking. I'm just going to look at my kid like you fucking right. Don't I tell you that type of shit all the time? And I'm going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, see, and not to mention, it wasn't like it was like a woman in the grocery store line telling your kid to be quiet. It, this is a part of the crew. This, this is a part of the crew. This is, we, we were essentially a large family living together. The, the kid has been taken care of. People have been playing with her kid and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't feel like they were out of line to tell the kid to be quiet. So she was like, all of a sudden, she was like, I got to go. I need to, I, I, I was, I'm just ready to go home. And I guess that's why they came to start packing. Man, she was, she was, look, she was looking for a reason, yeah, yo. And she, and she <laughs> packed her stuff up and they bounced. Man. And she never said a word to me the whole time. So, so let me get this uh, straight. So she never said a word to you, right? No. Nah. And this is, this is where my thing about fucking human behavior gets kind of funny. Did you ever say anything to her? I did. I did. Oh, so you uh, so you did speak. To I made her it attempt. Cordial, she just. I, I made an attempt to speak to everyone, you know, and try to be you know personable and just like not weird at the thing, and so I, oh, I, I made the attempt to speak to everyone. But she was often just away from everybody. Just so doing did you small talk like with him? I did not small talk with her. <laughs> I saw her. I saw. Well, you I mean, know that you know that's a no. That was a loaded question. Well, I small talked with other people. No, hold on. You did? Not small talked. I mean, I I have purposeful. Man, you know your ass is out there small talking. Come on, man. I have purposeful (laughs) small conversations with people. Small conversations. (laughs) Okay. Wow. That sounds like that was well worded, bro. I got to give you credit. That was no because it wasn't because I wasn't on some shit like wow, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Look at the tree. Oh wait, there are no trees. Look at the look well, at the there sky. Were, there were trees. I mean, they just it was clear. It was clear for the campsite. That's gotcha. hilarious. Hey, uh, we, so <laughs> that being said, like with the whole thing, like would you go back? Like, are you are you are you open to go camping again, or like Absolutely. your lack of sleep? Okay, so you no, I got I got like sleep. Was, well, see, I kind of I kind of had I was kind of sick too, um, a little bit. So that was that also added to some of my discomfort as far as sleeping goes. Okay. But like on the on the final night, I got plenty of sleep. Um, but this goes back to kind of what we've we kind of discussed similar things as far as like planning out stuff and uh, like when you go on a big trip with people. And we didn't really discuss bringing a guest, um, or in this case, a plus one that had a plus one. So, what what do you think of that? So, do you feel like it's okay for a plus one to bring up? plus one or is it okay to bring a plus one at all to something okay, so that's kind of intimate like this if a plus one brings a plus one it's assumed that plus one got the plus one uh, uh, like it, like it, it, it was agreed upon before you came the only time it's really right. rude or a party file is if you surprise a motherfucker with your plus one like what the fuck like we I ain't this, bringing enough bagels for this extra fucking kid. Like, what are you this, doing? This was only discussed, like, a day or two before the trip. That's cool. As long as it was discussed, it don't she matter did. the timing. As long as it was discussed. True. Yeah, because at this point, like, your sister had, a, like, she had every 
right to just say, no, they can't come. And that would have been that. Like, but, you know, with, you know, us as people, we have to be nice and shit all the time. So the nice thing to do, whether you uh, wanted it to happen or not, would just be say yes. But then, you know, people, they say yes, and then they do a bunch, they say a bunch of sideways shit and sideways behavior. They show that, like, they really wanted to say no, and they salty yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so who are so you yeah, saying? Who are you saying? Who who are you saying was forced to say yes? My sister or with the plus one who got asked to come? No, I'm saying in, I'm, in the situation. I'm not saying your sister necessarily did this. I'm not saying is people get no. I mean, it could be her fault though. Yeah, it, the people put themselves in those, in those positions to where they don't want to be the mean person or say no, but in turn end up having that nasty behavior to follow up anywhere to where you could like you saying no probably would have been better. Then you saying yes, you know what, and then treating them like shit for the next three days. Because yeah, they bring and somebody extra. And I think that uh, Jaren, I, I see what you're saying. You saying is it the is it your sister for saying yeah the plus one could come, or is it the plus one for coming when she really didn't want to come? Right. Now, because, it sounds like your sister. It sounds like your sister had an open heart and was like, "Yo, bring yeah, she can come. She got yeah. a kid. Yeah, bring yeah, whoever because, you can. Be, yo, make it a party." Yeah, because from a technical standpoint, they did have like a person or two drop out, so it wasn't like it was any extra mouths to feed per mm. se. But so she but, was cool with the whole shit. Yeah, my sister's yeah, completely but, cool. But with that it. chick, but that chick coming when she didn't want to come, bro. Right. That was she. You know what? Okay, listeners, check this out. If you don't want to do something, just nope. don't do it. Man. Because you're going to spoil the party for everybody else, man. they just trying to have a good camping trip. And here you go. You want to sit in the tent. And you all mad. You frowned up. You're not being personable. You're not talking to the only guy that's on the trip. You ain't talking to the flies <laughs> guy on the trip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dog, I wore the same New you Balances w- and like pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, still use so, the flies guy on the trip, bro. Use the flies guy on the trip. Like you're sisters? not telling your kid to shut up, right. and you so when up. another person calmly says, "Hey, the adults are so," since somebody tried to parent because you wasn't, right. <laughs> and you already mad, somebody's right. actually trying to parent there because that's what you're supposed to be doing. They took your job from you. You get mad, and now you want to leave when well, you shouldn't have came in the first place. You see, I feel like there's uh-huh. levels to this shit. Like, like, so not wanting to go to a party and you still go like you want, you don't want to go to go to a club and you still go. You're not going to shut down that whole club. You're not going to make the whole club feel awkward. But when Bullshit. you're talking about like a little camping, tr- one person, I've had people. Uh, yeah, yeah I've no, had no, no, not the whole club, but oh. the crew. They yeah, you make yeah, but bring the crew, bring the crew yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, you'll bring the crew down, but you're not going to bring the whole club down. So okay. I guess this is similar in is in a way, but. You're, you're talking about a group of you know six to eight people and one person is you know all frowned up that's gonna fuck up the whole thing that's true that's true i mean and, and that can happen at a that can happen in a club setting to the party pooper who don't want to do shit messing up everything gotta get home we all roll together some kind of way somebody got like a extended expedition or something we all roll together but now you want to come home so we kind of all gotta go now you can tell her you can tell no, her to go get an uber so you better, tell her you better catch you an uber yep. <laughs> <laughs> you better get you an uber i don't care that we two hours away go get you an uber yeah, if you want to go that. home you gotta go but uh so is this a, is this but friend, yeah, man. like a really close friend or 
Is it like a like a, just a cold? She was a friend of a friend, so she's not a close friend. Yeah, she's a friend of a friend. My sister met her I think she said a couple of times. She met her a couple of times, uh, but she wasn't her friend. So yeah, so, so here's the thing that that entire chemistry was fucked up from the beginning. Uh, they probably don't really like each other, dog. And that uh, friend in the middle don't recognize right. that. Well, so my friend or my sister, she said she didn't have any problems with her, but like you said, there might have not been a mutual respect or something, right? Or a mutual like. A mutual it might not like. have been a mutual yeah. like. So, yeah. so with that being said, then why don't we talk about real quick? What do you do with friends of friends? So I don't care who goes first, Greg or Jen. Let's let the guests go uh, first, Greg. I had we this know that today. Oh, you about, did. So we about, know that yeah. you you. We assume that you have friends, and we assume yep. that you have friends that are different from other friends, right? Mm-hmm. And what do you do if you're bringing one friend from one group, maybe like your work friend, to a friend that's like your 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 friends you grew up with? Like, do you prep them? What do you do? How do you no, do no, this? No, 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 no. All right. So, man, I promise y'all I had this conversation earlier today. So, co-worker comes to me when I get to work. And she's um she's an older lady, but she kind of stuck on her ways. But she kind of youngish in a way. She keeps herself looking pretty young, even though she's like over fifty. Anyway, she says to me, "Forever twenty one, baby." She says to me, "What uh what would you do if you knew your friend had a bad attitude and didn't really like to deal with other people, and and you wanted to invite them around somebody else? Would you warn them or would you not put that friend in that position?" Literally, this is what she asked me, and I'm like, "So, would you okay, warn, That's a simple would, answer. Will you warn the friend with the bad attitude, or the people you about to bring? Re- you warn the friend from? with the bad attitude because you bringing the friend with the bad attitude to an environment with other people that aren't necessarily friends with the bad attitude friend. So you mixing. Okay. Greg, was this really a question, bro? Like, because this is really, you, really easy. This, I promise you, I promise you, she asked me this, so I gave her. Like, I, I have rules myself, but I, I gave her the answer. She was like, I wouldn't put my friend in that situation if I know she got a bad attitude. I say, that is true. Number one, you don't put your friends in those situations. If you know them, then you do what's best for you. What's best for you is not to mix your friends. Number two, you a grown motherfucking person. There's absolutely no reason for you to not act cordial or be nice and be mean because you say that's the way I am. That's unacceptable. You're a grown person. So I learned a long time ago with different groups of friends. I brought my school friends, friends I grew up with, with some work friends, and we met up at a party. And instantly, two of the one guy from one one side and one guy from the other side instantly didn't like each other. By the end of the night, after everybody's drinking. I'm trying to break up a fight in between my co-worker friends. Mind you, I'm the manager of the people I'm out with. And my real like friends, like my friends I grew up with, friends. So I learned a long How time ago. How can it be that bad in a couple of hours, bro? <laughs> Dog, crazy. They literally looked at each other and decided they didn't like each other. It was that it was that simple. So I learned like, all right, I know I can't just bring you around anybody. I have a lot of different types of friends. I got some niggas that's super fucking hood and I like hanging out with them from time to time. But I know to 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 them, you funny acting and to you, they too hood for you to deal with. So I'm like, okay. So I learned a long time ago, you don't 
Absolutely, 100%. I don't, I try not to mix my friends. Except for maybe you know what happened, bro. You do, you know what happened. They was fighting over you, dog. They was fighting over your friendship. Man, like they had to show. <laughs> like you they do the hood shit. You. you do the hood shit with your hood friends. So with your hood friends, you go to O'Fallon Park. And with the other friends, you can go camping. Go to O'Fallon Park. Well, they were from the north side. <laughs> Some super hood blocks. I ain't gonna get into no names and no titles. But yeah, man, <laughs> you like the whole friend question. And you can have different sets of friends. And you have to know your friends well enough to know who you bring around, who who can handle what. Like when I go do certain true. things, if I'm going to do something, I want to bring one of my partners. I can always bring CI, my co-host, to anything. He can adapt to anything, any environment I bring him to, any group of people I bring him around. He is cool as a fan. He'll fit in. Travis, on the other hand, my other co-host, well, my ex-co-host. I mean, he since he ran off the show and shit, um, he still. <laughs> I was there for. That. Yeah, Jared was there for that shit. Since he stormed off the show and shit on us, um, he came back. I, I, I saw him on the show after that. He came though. back. Yes, though. absolutely. It's been like three episodes since then. What do you mean? Let's. Get oh, okay, okay. He's still, he's still okay. my best friend. He's like, yo, it's cool. I come through. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Come through. It's no big deal. Uh, he just was. I guess he was going through something that night, and I don't know what it was, man. Whatever it is, what it is. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I know yeah. that I can't bring him everywhere. I know that he's right. not going to get along with every set of group of friends that I put in front of him. Man, right. just, you got to know he doesn't people. adapt as do, well. You got to do what's best for you. I ain't got nothing to do with your friends, honestly. If I don't feel like putting up with no fucking drama, I better not mix this group of friends. That's for me. And that's I, true. You know what? You have to be the gauge. Go ahead, Jen. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I was just going to say. I think that's the the key here is. Uh-huh. You as the common person, you know, the common link between everybody, you have to know your friend and know what type of friends you have and if they're going to be with the shits. So you have to know that your bougie friend is not going to want to go camping. Right. Like everybody, right, right. everybody was at this camping trip, had natural hair, except for the one girl. She had her long weave wig or whatever. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Was she, was she supposed to be bougie and she wasn't even taking care of her kids no. for real? She was the she wasn't even controlling her kid. Was she bougie? Uh, I mean, she like came. She had like a big this big suitcase, like a rolling suitcase. Like that, I didn't feel like that was appropriate for a camping trip. Like so, I said, she thought she was going on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> she exactly. She was, it was going like, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, she like brought outfits, dog. She can't wear her boots. She can't do nothing, bro. She know, can't she, wear what she was gonna she wear. Can, she can wear Uggs or whatever. So. Yeah, you you just don't bring that type of person. You should just be able to gauge your 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 friends to know they're not gonna be with that shit. If you got a friend who is always talking about people being ratchet and they don't talk to niggas after five o'clock and that kind of friend, you know you don't take them to the club with you, not the hood club. This is true. Right, right. Because you putting them in a position that you know they don't like to be in. And then this is true. And so if you're trying to cross friends. And you're trying to bring these friend groups together. Again, you have to just know, like, you're going to like this guy. Or, you know, you're, you're definitely my friend so-and-so because whatever. You, you should just be able to know if you're that close to him. If you're a good friend, you should know what pe- you should know what your friend likes and what they don't exactly. like, and don't put them in a position don't put them in a position where they where they don't like. Luckily for me, ninety five percent of my friends are 
like a, of a certain type so yeah. they would all bind with no problem yeah. at all i feel like most of my friends bind with no problem i have a couple that would be outliers but i'm not close enough to them to take them anywhere anyway and uh, mm -hmm. the friends that I would take around them, they would be able to adapt. See, that's the thing, though. That's another thing, too. The ones that don't really adapt, you don't take them anywhere. You bring people, no. you bring the adapters to them, if anything. Yes. And you even bring the adapters But do you do that? And, do you, and sometimes do you even do that, that can be though. risky, too. Yeah. That, that yeah, it could be too. risky. But I think, I think the difference would be that if your friend doesn't adapt, you're taking them outside of their comfort zone. Right. And so they're already heightened, right? They're heightened awareness because they're outside of their comfort zone. But right. if your friend who doesn't adapt well is inside of their comfort zone, they're usually cool. So if you bring the adapter to them, then it should work out a little bit better. If you had to do it, if you had to do it, you take the adapter to the non-adapter versus taking a non-adapter anywhere. You don't take a non-adapter anywhere. You, don't take nine, yeah, you can't take the non-adapter nowhere. You're absolutely correct. Unless you're doing something yeah, non-adapter. So, so, so as an as an adapter, should you keep pushing to speak or try to befriend or make this other uh, non-adapter feel comfortable? No. Oh, if you brought them there, that's your that's definitely your responsibility. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking about like me in my position. Should I be trying to still? Should I be forcing the issue to try to talk to this girl and make? Her oh no, nah, man! You can't. You can't make. You can't make any adult do anything. And nope. so if they don't want to be involved, I mean, you can, you should make the attempt because maybe you can find something to bind. Maybe she doesn't know that you like weave, right? Maybe you're a weave connoisseur and you start talking about weave and she opens right up. So if I was like, you know hey, is that number nine that you're wearing? Yeah, is that that Remy? Is that yeah. that Remy right there? And then you if get the her to giggle a bit and then y'all can talk about. Starts <laughs> off with, is that that number nine that you're wearing? I understand why she stopped talking. <laughs> no, look, look, hey, hey, hey. If he right, she can't be mad though. Are if he right, was right, right, she can't be mad. It would be. A <laughs> I would laugh hard as shit. Uh, yeah. So nah, it's it's not really a job, you know what I'm saying? But it's a nice thing to do. But see, that's the thing though. That's taking the, that's taking the high road. We talked about that before. That'd be you taking the high road to try to make going out of your way to make somebody else feel comfortable. There's one other thing that I wanted to add too is that you need to be preparing your friends if if there's going to be some potential tension or something that is going to be weird to the friend like say if i take a work co-worker somewhere so you take your work co-worker to the hood house and mm -hmm. they ain't never seen weed before in person let them know by the way my friends they smoke weed a bit don't worry about it they won't bother you they might offer you you just tell them nah and they'll leave you alone and if they if anything goes further i'll step in don't worry you need to be like you need you to be the getting prep. them ready you have to prep yeah. the non-adapter but and here's my or, or the adapter even the adapter you you kind of need to prep if if, if that's not the the scene that they're around like if somebody took me to a coke party or to a party where people were doing coke i would be out of my i'll be freaked out like why is everybody sniffing around here what the hell is going on right now they better prep me for what i'm about to see because yeah, wanna, i'm gonna be ready wanna, to catch that uber you don't want to shock nobody into those situations like that yeah, you can't just right. walk, you can't just walk into a room and see a coke mountain and like you can't just let nobody do that you have to tell somebody nah like, like, my look. eyes be like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> i'll be looking like what the fuck what who who brought scarface in here i'll be freaked out straight up that's true. So, prep your friends, bro. Prep your friends.
if they're friends of friends, you got to prep them. All right, so, so let's go ahead and move on. Duh. Let's go ahead and move on. You know what time of season it is right now? You know what the season is, dog? It is NFL time. We had the we had the Thursday game. We had the Sunday games. And we got games on Monday, bro. It is full NFL time right now. Not that preseason bullshit either. This is the real deal. Yeah. And it's not without any controversy, though. You know what I'm saying? By the way, we waited a long time for this because that time in between basketball, when basketball finishes, I know yeah. there's a, like women's basketball and everything for a short time, but don't count. That ain't really caught on yet. It ain't really caught on yet. And then Never we had the will. big three come out, and that hasn't really June. caught on yet either. It ended in June. Yeah. And you have free agency starts July 1st. So it ends in June. They have the draft. Free agency starts July 1st. And football doesn't start until the end of August or beginning of September. In this case, this right. season and then, it was the beginning of September. Yeah, and then and then like when it does start, you got to go through those those weeks that don't even matter, like the preseason. Unless you're really hardcore, maybe you watch that. Well, but, that's when um, you evaluate the squad. Like you get to watch all the preseason yeah. games. You get to evaluate the cat that might that might actually turn out to be something. I and listen. I put a lot of stock in preseason, man. I used to watch it. Faithfully, I used to watch it hard. Um, oh, really? Fan. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, like that's what so, I used to do, man. Like I was like that was my my favorite sport was football. Now, now he's talking a lot of past so tense, and again, yeah, again, I'm saying that NFL season <laughs> in 2017 is not without controversy. There's some controversy surrounding the NFL. Do you care to elaborate, Mr. Greg, sir? Since you right. used to do all these football things. All right, so here's what's going on. There's a couple things. Number one, that I had to be upset about. Number one is I was a St. Louis Rams fan. And the way the league flat out just snatched that team out of the city and avoided all of their own rules and just did what the fuck they wanted to do on some straight mafia type shit, like, that was fucked up. I was already salty about losing the team last year. Then the Kaepernick protest comes along. And he played through the season. He actually stepped into a starting job. Um, I mean, he was on a terrible team, but he still had 16 touches, four interceptions, which is better than, what, 75% of the fucking quarterbacks in the league as far as touchdown and interception ratio goes. Anyway, and he he protests the entire season um, against police brutality, basically, in, in the country. And he was okay. met with nothing but resistance. Um, off season comes around, he gets dropped. Well, actually, I think he opted out. He was going to get dropped, but he opted out of his contract. And as a top 15, 20 quarterback in this league, he still does not have a job because he's being blackballed by the all, almost all white ownership of the National Football League. I think every team is owned by a white guy with the exception of Jacksonville, which is an Arab dude. Yep. So Caps being uh Me, black and it's and it's and it's obvious <laughs> because we we've gone through the offseason and all of these bum ass quarterbacks have been picked up in an on rosters and you can't tell me that we got is it thirty two teams or thirty teams? It's thirty teams, right? The uh, thirty two. 32. 32 teams in that National Football League. If you're telling me that 
Colin Kaepernick is not a top 32 quarterback in this league. I say, okay, fine. I'll give you that. If you're telling me that Colin Kaepernick is not a top 64 player in this league, it's like, mm, I'm not buying that at all. If you're telling okay. me Colin Kaepernick is not a top 96 quarterback in this league, then every team in this fucking league is full of bullshit. And this has nothing to do with this football ability. So, therefore, due to the fact that he got disrespected so hard, and this is upfront and blatant racism that says, fuck you, you black man and your cause, that I can no longer support the NFL. I decided to boycott. So I'm in boycott mode, guys. All right. Is this forever? Um, my is this forever or is, is this probably, or is this until Ka- probably, until Cap gets a job or what is if, it? If Cap gets a job, I may start watching again. But it's getting dangerously close to me probably never supporting the sport again. Okay. That is respectable, sir. Because that is, you were an avid watcher to the point where you were even watching the preseason and giving that value so Nuts. for you to go cold turkey, I respect you to the highest, sir. All right, I'm gonna tell you this: it's not cold turkey. So it would be cold turkey if cap pro, cap protested, got blackballed, then I stopped watching. But here's the problem: so last year I went through this whole season of getting used to the fact that I don't have a home team, and it didn't go well, dog. I didn't really watch a lot of games last season. So last season, I kind of weaned myself off of football to the point to where I don't need to watch it. I still was going to make sure I watched playoff games and sure was going to make sure I was going to be a Fairweather fan. Like, I, hey, listen, when all this bullshit over in the regular season, I pop up in the play se- playoffs. That was my that was my goal. And I watched all the playoffs and I watched the Super Bowl. Um, but I kind of weaned myself off. And then this year, after this shit happened, it was just like, you know what? After this, y'all snatching the team from my home city for nothing, essentially, because y'all gave us a trashy-ass team and the people didn't support it. And then all the shit to do with head trauma, I've built up enough reasons for me not to want to watch or want to support the sport. Okay. That's fair. Now, where this stemmed from, Jaren, is I saw... That Greg was on Facebook and he was talking about the fact that he's not watching football. It's not an easy thing to do, but he's going to continue it. And so when I saw that he was boycotting football, I didn't know his his whole reasoning behind it. I didn't know about the loss of the home team hurt. And I didn't I didn't realize everything that was behind it. I just assumed it was about Kaepernick. And so I asked him something to the effect of uh has anybody saw that Kaepernick is even protesting? Because it'd be a shame to give away something that you love so much for, you know, for something that even Kaepernick, I mean, Kaepernick tried out for some football teams. So he right. still cares about the NFL. And uh, that's essentially where I was coming from with the question. And so after that, Greg made a statement, something to the effect of he feels that the NFL is racist and it's his decision. It has nothing to do with Kaepernick. And because of that, he's not supporting. So I told yeah. him, all right, I respect yeah, so, him. So, right, my, my, my boycotting the sports has nothing to do 
with cop like Kaepernick's decision whether he's going to watch my my decision to boycott has nothing to do whether he's boycotting the sport or not. Like yep. if he's boycotting or not, I I don't give a shit. Like I don't care. It's it's about the fact that I saw enough from what he was protesting that I like I can no longer support it. Like they have no respect for me. And in a league that's seventy percent black, they try to hide those fucking head injuries. They don't give a fuck about these people's lives, man. Number one and number two, they don't give a fuck about the yeah. black cause. It's they a business. It's a business. Yeah, they didn't stand up for whatever whatever it was he was protesting for. Like we have yet to see these people come out and make true statements and, and come up and try to come with true support about backing whatever it was that he was protesting. They didn't they didn't give a fuck. All they saw was he protested during the national anthem. And we already know we have plenty of reasons why no black person should ever stand during the national anthem. We got plenty like we have all the evidence we need, but all of that shit gets ignored and the only thing they focus on is the fact that he disrespected their flag in their minds and fuck his cause, fuck what that song represents, and, and fuck black people overall. So That's do what you I feel, got out of it. So do you feel like the NFL said that? Or do you feel like the fans said that? And because the fans said that, it created a controversy because now it's the fans against Colin Kaepernick, which creates drama. And we all know that football or any sport is not going to do drama. They don't want to do drama. And they will try to, especially football, though. I I see it really in football. They will eliminate drama. Mm. Bullshit. They all all do drama. It depends on who the person is that's going to put you through the drama and if they're that good of a football player. I mean, we all saw Ben Roethlisberger raped a motherfucker and because he was multiple chicks. Yeah. Come on, dog. They they stuck with him because he was an excellent fucking quarterback. It's probably still is an excellent fucking quarterback. Like they they'll put up with what they want to put up with. Ray Rice so, was a running back in the age where running backs were dying in the league. And when he did what he did, it was like that's how he got to go. But that kicker, Josh Brown, walks into the office and says, yo, I beat my wife multiple times. They gave the dude a one-game suspension until they came back this week to fix it to help their court case. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if homie – I don't know if homie – he never – went. all the things that I saw with the homie, the white uh, kicker, Josh Brown, he was saying that that, none of that shit happened. He said none of that happened. Stop it. No, All all the interviews that I saw, he said he never (laughs) touched his wife. He was saying she was crazy. Walked into the office in the beginning of that season and told them that he had disputes with his wife and apparently that he was beating his wife. They knew about it the entire. I've time. heard that too. It, I heard that same story. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't until um, someone else got in trouble for domestic abuse that the Josh Brown thing came to the surface. They, they did Ezekiel a little bit of reporting. It was. It was in the middle of the season. And they did some a report came out that he went to the office and told them everything. They gave him a one game suspension. And when we know they changed the policy to make it a six game suspension. He walked in there and told them everything. And when it came out what actually happened and the fact that he beat his wife, they they couldn't do nothing but suspend him. But they still only gave him a game. They knew he had a domestic abuse on this shit before the season started. So okay, go ahead, Jaren. So let me put on my uh, serious, undisputed voice. Oh, here we go. Um, So, um, (laughs) who are you? Are you Skip or you or you Shannon? I'm gonna be Skip because I don't got my Shannon impression 
down yet. Nope. Okay. All right. All right. You're speaking slow like Skip, though. You got it. You got it. Yeah, that. I'm going to be Go Skip ahead. right now. So, my, uh, so, Shannon Sharp has been on record, and he's always said, if you like the person, you like the cause they represent. And so, the NFL... They don't like Kaepernick for whatever reason. They don't like him. And they've even proven this when they said players are encouraged to stand, but not required. But then just a couple of weeks ago, Michael Bennett got stumped out by the Las Vegas PD. And, you know, what they said about Bennett. Now, first of all, Bennett don't he sits for the national anthem, too. Absolutely. He, he does. still protests. He does. So Bennett gets stumped out. And, well, okay, stumped out might be too much, but he got arrested. And he got arrested, and it was a bunch of bullshit. And I was going to talk about that on the and, podcast, but we just don't have enough room. And Roger uh, uh, Goodall? Goodell. 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 Uh, see, I don't. We're gonna, <laughs> let's run that back. Um, because obviously I don't watch football. So Roger Goodell, he's on record saying. Bennett represents the best in the NFL. He's a leader on his team and in his community. Michael has been raising attention from all of our raising, raising attention to all of our leaders in the community. So Michael Bennett, for whatever reason, is a good guy saying that he's been raising this attention from all the leaders in the community. But Kaepernick is the 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 face of protesting and police brutality when it comes to this sports shit. True. So, but Michael Bennett is is a good guy. He's the best in the NFL. He's a leader in the community. So I, so I got two examples for that too. But go ahead. So I got two examples of why that's like that. But go ahead. Well, I think it's kind of true though that they like the person if they like the cause that you represent. Or excuse me, if okay. they like you, they like you. If they like the person, they will like the cause you represent. So, so if you, for if, me, no. so if they don't like you, so say, uh, why Mike do they? Vic, why do they like you though? The, I, I don't know why that. they like them. It, I, I don't know why they like them like because you're an excellent fucking football player. Oh yeah, if you're really and, great, and yeah, they, and you, and yes, and you can't, and you can't be replaced by any Joe Small off the street. Colin Kaepernick, they try to use them fucking statistics against him and say he wasn't a great or a good quarterback. So they trying to find, they got that's their reason built in to not have to like Colin Kaepernick. If we if we talking about Cam Newton putting up those numbers he did in that MVP season or any black quarterback putting up MVP type numbers, then I promise you they're looking for excuses. They're finding a reason. To, to to like him to get him out of this situation because he yeah. played football yeah if you if you could play because like Leonard Little Leonard Leonard Little he killed a whole person Ray oh, Lewis he was out of there Ray Lewis killed a whole person right as Ray Lewis yes like I can't believe the shit that comes out of his mouth man whoa whoa whoa, like, whoa. but the justice system said that he was not guilty though fuck that they and they <laughs> and they forgave him you know why because he's one of the he shit. 
He, bro, I don't know if he is the greatest linebacker, but he's top. Five no, 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 no. Back then, the back then he wasn't the greatest. He was new, bro. He was a new okay, kid. Okay, okay. So Ezekiel so Elliott. So wait, Ezekiel Elliott. So wait, I got my two examples. Before we go further, though, I got my two examples of why right. Michael Bennett over Colin Kaepernick. Hold on, hold on, so hold, on, hold, on, hold, on hold on. You said Ezekiel Elliott. He was proven innocent in in a court of law, but he's guilty in the NFL's eyes. I just want to throw that out there. No, nah, because they they um, know he definitely did that shit, and they nah, changed their policy. No, the the, the report, the person who investigated it from the NFL said he didn't. Well, no, but he didn't say he didn't. He just said it'd be hard to. He said to something along the lines no, that it'd the be chick hard who to prove. Review, the 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 chick who did the investigation, who Roger Goodell hired, said that the the accuser was not believable. Is not. It, it, she doesn't believe it happened And she was hired to do this Okay Alright The I'm thing about the Zeke the, the thing about the Zeke thing is different too Is that Zeke did a bunch of other shit as well Like throwing that girl top down And shit yep. And I, I'm with this that. is shit they Punish him for that They didn't punish him for yep. When it was happening Yeah he did He did a couple for, he, he was in trouble all summer before this whole thing came about where they say he was beating up his girlfriend and he got suspended. So he got suspended, right. I think, for his conduct. His his name abuse. Yeah. His name has been out there way too much. Now hold on. I got my two examples okay. over one guy over another guy. All right. Number one, I remember who was this? I think it was Jay. He was talking about Kanye. He was talking about and he probably didn't use the proper political po- politically correct terms, but he was like you run over the hill, the first, you know, you one of the first Indians to run over the hill, you're going to get hit by all the arrows. Yep. When you the point man and you run over there, you're going to get hit. So, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick is the first man. Yep. He's going to run and get hit by all the arrows. So, that's one example. That's example one. Example number two. If I spit some lyrics, it can be the hardest shit on the earth, but... Nobody's listening. Nobody gives a damn. If Jay Z spits the lyrics, though, Absolutely. it's the hardest shit ever wrote. Right? It don't. It don't matter. It's. It's just. It don't matter what's said. It matters who says it. I don't. And believe so, that. I, I, got, I, I do. I, got, I, got, I got. I do. A theory if you. About if you take. If you. If you take. If you take some. If you take some Jay Z. If Jay Z wrote some lyrics for you and you went and spit them. People wouldn't be listening, no, bro. No. Jay Z goes and spits them. Half the world would say it's the hottest no, shit. Ever if wrote. you had okay, if you had a time machine and you jumped in front of Jay Z and you stole his whole swag, you knew what you know the way he was gonna be, and you stole his whole thing before he got to come out. You would be the Jay Z. If you stole his whole, that's different, bro. That's different. Me stealing his whole swag is different than he has who he is and I and I am who I am, a nobody, and I go spit some lyrics right, and he go nobody. spit some lyrics. That that's that's totally different, bro. So if I went on the mic and I went on the stadium and I start spitting, like they're not even gonna let me get the lyrics out fully and they're gonna start booing. If I dropped it on SoundCloud and 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 somehow it got injected into everybody's SoundCloud. They would listen. It wouldn't be as hot, bro. I wouldn't be a star. Well, my time off the lyrics the, my, that I spit. my time machine theory is was for another show, so we can. I'll come back to that. Yeah, the I, time machine theory. I think that works. It's just different from what I'm talking about. Okay. I think I think your first theory applies more to this one than than the second one, though. 
Um, what was it again? The first, the first. The, oh, it was, it was like when you the first guy to run up there, you gonna get shot up, ex- and you exactly. gonna go down. Like, and he, then the people he, after you. He's the one that created all of the media hoopla about the protests. Um, it's been many more people to do it since then, and none of them get anywhere near the amount of attention that that Ka- Kaepernick still gets. He's the person that decided to make a stand in a protest, so he is the one that we need to make an example out of. He decided he wanted to stand up and protest this bullshit. We're going to end his career. And that's what's going on. See, I don't, I don't know if it's just the example, though. Like, I think a lot plays into it. Like, the fact that he's not the, he's not the Michael Bennett of, court, uh, of, quarter, of quarterbacks, bro. He's right. he's not that now. Is he the ninety six quarterback? No, he can, at very least he can sit on somebody's bench, and I think that he's better than at least ten. I say twenty. So I say he's at least top mm, twenty five out of the thirty two. At least he can be on somebody's team starting. But if nothing else, he can be on everybody's team sitting on the As bench. A so is exactly. he getting blackballed? Is Absolutely. he getting blackballed? I believe that that's true. I don't believe that he's being blackballed because the entire NFL themselves as an organization, Roger Goodell is running a racist organization, and well, that's why he can't get a job. Well, well, I would well, say well, it's well, more well, along well, the lines well, wait, wait, wait. of... I think you... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Little, I'll, I'll let you ahead, get that. I won't say that it's because he's running a racist organization and it's purposely racist. I'll say that... Part of it is the fact that with Kaepernick comes a bunch of controversy, unwanted. And number two, these sports owners, they do have ties to other things. I think that it's more about the fans' outrage, which plays into other businesses' outrage that sponsor the NFL and them speaking against him. Kaepernick speaking against those other avenues and those other things can affect his ability to play in the NFL, but the NFL itself, I don't think, is just this big racist organization. You but the, okay, so here's the thing that I think you you might have overlooked a little bit with that: the NFL as an organization is essentially a, a figurehead put in place to 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 manage the 32 owners. So Roger Goodell himself works for the 32 owners of the National Football League. True. So, like so so when we talk about the NFL as an organization, it is those thirty two owners. Like that organization doesn't control shit. Like they, they set that up so they could have the league going and, and have a body of rules to where all these fucking millionaires and billionaires can 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 get together and find a way to make money and they all govern under one body. So that's just a government True. they set up for their league. Is but that's but a good point. The organization itself is the 32 owners. They control everything. They like when it goes down to those collective bargaining agreements, it's between the players and the players association and then the owners. The owners are the ones who get to vote on whether those contracts um get ratified or denied. Like they they're the ones that make those decisions. So essentially the, the NFL as an organization or a corporation is whatever the makeup of those owners is. If it's a bunch of racist old white guys then that makes this a racist organization de facto, essentially. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I just, hmm, racist old white guys. And not saying that they can't be racist. I'm not going to say that at all because I don't know who they are. I don't know them as people. I'm, uh, I'm they essentially are paying, they, they're essentially paying, they do have black people on their teams, but they're paying them 
uh, small amounts of money to bring him in larger amounts of money, which is a business thing. So they could totally be racist. I guess what I'm saying is, is that the fans or the people around the world or it's the nation, we'll just leave it at the nation. The people around the nation are making this a bigger deal than what it is. And because the people around the nation are making this a big deal, those 32 owners they don't just get the money out of anywhere, whether it's the businesses that they support. So, like, just the way, just like you aren't supporting uh, the NFL because you don't like the way that it went, those owners have businesses, and it's not hard to tell what their businesses are. And once Robert Kraft or whatever one of those, uh, Ursay, Jim Ursay or whatever those owners are, whoever those owners are, once they start supporting Kaepernick or whatever they got, you know, you support that man and I'm not going to support you in this business. It's all tied together and it's all business. And so I agree that loosely there are a lot of things that are related to race. I don't blame the NFL for this thing though. I bl- I would say it's more of it's it's the same shit we're removing the statues and removing the um oh, moving the nice. Confederate flags and stuff. That's, that's I, I believe that's completely different. No, no, no. I I believe it's coming from the same place, though. It's coming from the same place of, all right, well, I'm going to make an uproar and I'm going to make this thing a big deal. And it turns into a big deal when it's not that big of a deal. One man doesn't want to stand for the flag because he doesn't or for the um, for the national anthem because he doesn't believe in it. That's his form of protest. He should be able to do that. Some people able to do it. He's not able to do it. I don't think they're really singling him out per se. But he's not the greatest player, and so they're able to treat him a little differently. He's bringing he's bringing a bunch of baggage with him, and it's hard for him right now. Okay, let me ask you a question: what what's what what do you think is the most popular team in the NFL? Just whichever one you think it is, just just, just say it. Uh, let's just say Dallas, because they're quote unquote America's team. Dallas Dallas Cowboys most popular team in the National Football League. If Jerry Jones yep. ups and tomorrow says I'm going to go sign Colin Kaepernick. Um, what do you think will happen to the valuation of Dallas Cowboys, or do you think it would affect um, um, the profitability of the National Football League? I mean, just like you, just like you're protesting the NFL, I believe that there'll be people protesting the Dallas Cowboys because there are that, people who feel that that Colin Cowboys, Kaepernick, the Cowboys have Michael Irvin, but <laughs> I think the he Cowboys, was just a cokehead, bro. Oh no, crackhead. I think. Oh, but yeah, I think and they, they also had <laughs> Tony exactly. Romo, and nobody pro- my, protested my, them. My my point is is that like I I can believe in all of that. The 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 white advertisers will flee us if we if we support this black man who who's protesting the flag. I can believe that <clears throat> if it if it was true, but it's not. The fact of the matter is, if Jerry Jones decided that he wanted to go out and put a new media spin on signing Colin Kaepernick. He can go absolutely do that, and 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 it wouldn't hurt or harm anything. People would just fall in line behind his decision because just like how we can't get all black people to get together and protest the NFL right now, you're not going to get the Dallas Cowboy lovers, all of them, to stop supporting their football team because they love football more than they hate Kaepernick. And I promise you they love the Dallas Cowboys team more than they hate Colin Kaepernick. You might lose a few, but I promise you, you won't lose 99% of them. 
Okay, so let's say let's say that that's the case. Let's say that that yeah. happens, right? Why would the owner do Kaepernick? Why would he go out on a limb to do him that favor if Kaepernick is not going to win him any games? It's, Even well, if there, let's say that there's not, a black a NFL favor. owner out there. So it it is a favor in this point because. You're bringing you not only you bringing this this baggage now, and, and it's not Kaepernick's fault that it's baggage. It's it's totally the media's fault, and then it's, it's, it's social media's and the media's fault that is considered baggage about what mm-hmm. Kaepernick's doing. He's not doing anything wrong, and, but it's being spun that way, and it's sad that it's that way. But it is what it is right now. Is it so more you bring baggage, this baggage than Ezekiel Elliott though? Like Ezekiel Elliott bringing them more heat and more baggage than anybody right now, and he going he right Ezekiel him. Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott was the top rusher of the NFL last year, bro. Doesn't he was the matter. top rusher. He he averaged over 100 yards a game last year. So it, it is different matter. because he's going to bring me top, something he's back. He's going to help me. Huh? I see what you're saying. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm saying, but he. that's what I'm saying is, why would he do Kaepernick that favor? And, and when I say doing a favor, it's like, why would I put myself under that scrutiny and have to go through all of that for somebody who's not better than Dak Prescott? But you know what, what I'm saying? But, but, I, but, but isn't that some bullshit though to like ride? To isn't that some bullshit? Ahead, though? Isn't that some bullshit though to ride for somebody just because they can bring you a championship, even if they are uh, allegedly a, 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 a abused a girlfriend or how they allegedly? Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking bullshit? Shit? Are we talking business though? Are we talking bullshit? Are we talking business? I'm not saying that it's right, but well, I, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, I'm is saying that like, it's, like, it's business though. It is. I, uh, no, you. it's business so, and it's bullshit. I think it's business and it's bullshit. Agreed. Agreed. It depends agree on what pair of glasses well. you got on. Uh, yeah, it depends on what glasses you got on. Too. And Jerry Jones, like Jerry Jones is known to hire criminals, okay, and get them for the low low. <laughs> That's what Jerry Jones Criminal. does. He gets problem people. He, he got, got Terrell Owens. He gets he gets, yeah. pro- he gets problematic people. <clears throat> I think that's and he gets yeah, them straight, though. He can get them for the low. Problem, so, wait, 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 so, wait, wait. Not problematic people, problematic great people. He don't spend his time with you if you ain't a proven player. He will he will get you. He will get you for the low if he thinks you're a great player. He'll take that extra chance on you. So let's say for every football well, not let's say every football team in the league needs a backup quarterback, right? Dak Dak Prescott is great. I think Colin Kaepernick would be a great backup for him. If Dak Prescott went down, and you had Colin Kaepernick that could step in for four games and save your fucking season, I would absolutely gamble my money on that. I got a great defense, great offensive line, a great running back, got a couple good receivers. I could absolutely win games with Colin Kaepernick um, as the quarterback. I, I don't think it has anything to do <clears throat> with, with, with all of those other variables. It's just the fact that they're making an example of him. And this is why I'm boycotting. Like, I can, I can believe everything else. Maybe he affects um, income. Maybe he affects people watching the sport. But at the end of the day, just like people get over every fucking thing else, they would get over the fact that Kaepernick was on somebody's roster. That's what I think. That, so, it, so it, you know what? That's true. Oh, go ahead, Jerry. Go I was going to ask Greg, so do you think you're going to be able to stick with your boycott or are you going to – do you feel like you might give in at some point? No, 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 no. I'm not. I won't give in. Um, like I forgot Monday Night Football was coming on tonight, guys. So I'm doing okay. Oh, and they had I'll two games tonight. They had two yeah. games. So I'm, I mean, you know I'm, what though? I'll be fine. I'll stick to it once I once I decide I'm doing something. Like I'm so stubborn that I'm I'm not gonna leave it alone. Now I'm not gonna. So you gonna are you gonna watch college college football then? Uh, pro- I, look, I'm already wasn't a big 
college football guy. But I, like I have an entirely different look and outlook on the National Football League or football in general. Like for instance, I won't allow my son to play football at all because I, I believe the health benefits um, are, are just too too risky. Um, or the health consequences that is the yeah, consequences. What I say? What I say? Benefits. Yeah, health, health yeah, consequences yeah. are just too risky for me um, to to let to let him be involved in that sport. So I got an entire downward spiral on football right now. So the Kaepernick okay. thing kind of kind of just helped move it along. And then we we get to talking about college football players and uh, how they're totally abusing the system and how they don't want them to get paid and how they get ninety thousand people. To show up on a Saturday to watch a football game full of people that are playing for free, who don't have enough time to really study and get a good education, like I I don't buy the student athlete shit um, for college sports. So I have my gripes with college sports, but my problem my That's thing fair. college sports is it's not as small of an organization as the National Football League. There's 32 teams, 32 owners. We we can all very clearly see. That Colin Kaepernick is well more than capable to be on somebody's roster, and the only reason he's not is because he protested for something that only black people and brown people could understand, and white people don't understand it, and they they're not some white people they don't understand it, and they're not trying to understand it. And all thirty two of those owners, I know one of them is is not white though, at least one. All thirty two, yeah. all thirty one of those owners, thirty two have all basically taken a stand together in my eyes, even though they haven't said it out loud. But we can see the gesture is, I mean, we can see it very clearly. They made a decision to not sign this young man to a football team and, and to keep him out. I promise you, it's, these teams can definitely use that dude. He can start. But they made a decision like, yo, we're not signing Colin Kaepernick. And that's that. All right. That and you know what? Happened. And that could... That that could that could totally be. What I will say is, if you aren't the best, you can't be the one standing up and speaking out. Now, not saying that you shouldn't. It's just that you're gonna suffer more consequences. If LeBron James spoke out, it'd be different than if when say he, uh and when he pick did, pick a pick anybody right. pick a exactly exactly because it's LeBron James right. Exactly. But you pick pick any pick any other player. Uh, pick a Tristan Thompson. He say something that is considered controversial or too out of line. He won't be playing. Not he won't be playing where he at, or he might not be playing at all. So I will agree that if you're not if you're not one of the top players, if you're expendable, you might be expended. Is is what it'll be. All right. Yes. So I agree with that. And and on top of that, uh, I also want to say I totally respect. We went back and forth about this thing. I respect your decision about how you're going to watch the games or not watching the games. I respect your decision. You actually have an argument for it. Jen and I have this this saying about people who put their afros on, right? And mm-hmm. it's really, really fake about the protest. Yeah. They put their afro on for a minute, and then they yeah. say, yo, we ain't about this football because of this, this, and this. And two weeks later, they watching. And it's because they don't even know why they're not watching. So my right. initial question to you I guess it was like I won't say it was a test in the water because I wasn't really testing you. That wasn't the purpose. I was just seeing where you was coming from, and I would ask anybody that question that said that they're not watching football. It's like, well, 
What if you knew that Colin Kaepernick was watching football? Would you still watch it, or would you still protest it, or would you watch it? Yeah, and right. There's people out there who are claiming that they're protesting in support of what Kaepernick is doing, but they're not supporting the right way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you want to support what he's doing, he got funds that he's doing. You can donate money to that. He's got whole ins- on his Instagram page. He got a lot of stuff that he's putting out there that he's into. And he's still trying out for football. I haven't heard him say anything negative about football. Listeners, no. if, you, if you find something that he did say, then go ahead and send it to me because maybe I'm wrong. But I haven't seen anything that he's seen that he said negative. So a lot of the people that I know on my social media timeline, they just riding because a bunch of people saying a bunch of people like you who might have an actual reason why they're not supporting football. They're saying that they're not supporting, and then a bunch of other copycats are going to do it, and they don't even know why. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to be that person. So, yeah, yep, that's my, yep. So yeah. I totally respect what you're doing, bro. Well, I know I haven't been involved in this conversation too much, except for my uh, undisputed speak. But um, I just wanted to add <laughs> in that, uh, like last year when I was going to my high school's football games, I didn't stand up for the national anthem. Oh, you didn't? No. Check that out, man! You you were riding. Yeah. You you yeah. were you were in true Kaepernick fashion. Yeah. What 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 what, what Sh- high school was this? I'm sorry. Oh. It was at Berkeley, so I was in the clear. You know, oh. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. You oh, ain't do it at Ladue, though. You ain't do it in Brentwood. Get him out of here. Go back to where you came <laughs> from. Hey, listen. That hey, listen. That not standing up shit sounds like a good idea until you in Bush Stadium. <laughs> Around forty thousand white people, and just like <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for these problems. Nah, that's right, right. They, right. they gonna kill me now. So walk. fuck that. So 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 check this out though. I'm about to I'm about to change pace a little bit because I saw something that was really interesting, and this needs to be talked about. Now I'm gonna put some respect on his name before we even get into it. Now, homie never saw football before the age of twelve. Homie does flip kicks. He can do a flip kick to kick the ball from the ground, not on one of those little stands. He can kick the ball. It looked like it was from about 30 yards out. And do a flip kick, like a whole backflip kick, and kick it between the uprights. He had a 95% uh, field goal uh, percentage as a senior at Georgia Southern University, okay? So I'm going to put some respect on his name first. But homie's name is Young Ho Koo. Spelled Y-O-U-N-G-H-O-E. Now, it's pronounced Young Way. But all I'm saying is, dog, if homie went to a predominantly black school, he would have got killed if his name was Young Ho. <laughs> he dog. definitely been Young His Ho. name. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Dog, homie's name is Young Ho, bro. I don't care how it's pronounced. It's spelled Young Ho. That's crazy. So I just wanted to point that out. All right. So um, we got all our football beef out. Yeah, we all done with that. Ain't no beef. You know, we were just having a healthy discussion about the sport. Well, I mean, our beef with football or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, the beef with football. Not saying y'all had beef. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, black excellence now because. You know, Colin Kaepernick, he's being mistreated for trying to display black excellence and so and, and do what's right and do what's uh, legal in his community and in, around the nation. But he's being blackballed. So let's talk about black excellence now. Let's do that. Hey, yo, really quick. I just want to point out that that was a very good transition into the black. 
It was really good. <laughs> well, it was until you pointed it out. <laughs> I couldn't hold it, man. I'm like, man, that was really good. I like they transitioned into hey, we, listen, we professionals at this podcast, man. And this is what we do, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. We yeah. got like a hundred thirty some episodes or something. Hey, bro. listen, we, we ready? Do you know they they clown my ass for months on my transitions on my own on like my own podcast, man? I would transition smooth. <laughs> And them niggas would talk about me for the next five minutes, man. It was ridiculous, though. <laughs> Look at you trying to transition. That's that crabs in the barrel mentality, dog. They're trying to pull you down for trying. To... Just tell them, dog. Let me be Listen, great. Let this man, man be great. Them. Stop hating. That's why I got. That's why I got to write notes, man. Because them motherfuckers will throw me off, dog. Straight up. But go ahead, man. My bad. I ain't want to ruin your yeah. black excellence. Black. Let, excellence. let us be great, dog. Let us be great. Let us display some black excellence. Without the hate, dog. Uh, you know what? You the reason Colin Kaepernick can't get a job right now, dog. Yeah, it's my black It's, it's stuff fault. like that. Yeah, it's me. Exactly. <laughs> Look, and, man. And, and the motherfuckers, motherfuckers looting in fucking Miami, Florida during the hurricanes. They fought, too. No, no, dog. They hitting footlockers, bro. Like, come on, Fucking man. clowns, man. If all you right, want to tarnish black excellence. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. We not. We black not, excellence, dog. Black this. excellence. Excellence. Jaren, you go. got it. I'm going to stop right now. Go ahead. You got it. All right. Toss it to me. All right. <clears throat> so, black excellence. So, every now and then, I've been watching like shows like... Uh, you know, like uh, like like Undisputed, they'll be like, who would be your Mount Rushmore for NBA players? Or like on Everyday Struggle, they would be like, what's your Mount Rushmore for uh, rappers, hip hop? Right. And I thought that it would be cool to do a Mount Rushmore of just black people in general. Yep. So um, I've given the task to Greg and TJ to come up with their own Mount Rushmores, and I did one as well. And I'm randomly just saying TJ's going first. Damn. Whoa. So wait, so are we gonna do like a like one at a time and then we go around or are we just gonna do all four right there? I think we should just what do you what do you, what do you guys think? Should we just do all four? I was thinking in my mind. It I think you just get your four. I think it's just get your four out and like the reasons for your four is kinda yeah. what I thought about when y'all was talking about this. Yep, let's go let's go with that. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and preface mine real quick since I'm going first. I get the right to do that. Don't y'all interrupt me. Um, <laughs> so picking four names is difficult, all right? And so I'm going to keep it to four. I'm going to keep it to four. But there are a couple of mine where I was teetering between one or two, but I'm going to choose one. Okay, all right? so so you know what? I would say have your runner-ups because I do have a couple of runner-ups myself. Okay. So you okay. so you can, you can put way, your runner ups. You can say your runner up. All right. And so the way I'm a, the way I'm gonna do my runner ups is I'm a, I'm gonna go through the because there's a there's out of okay one of them is undisputed for me and then the other three have another person that I feel I can fit and I won't talk about that other person too much. I'll just make it noted that between the two I'm gonna choose. I'm one. saying man, don't cheat. See now I actually feel like you're kind of cheating because it sounds like you got like no 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 no. I'm choosing one. I'm choosing one. I just I just want to make it. I just want to make it because I have them kind of like in time frames and I just want to make it that you know what I'm gonna choose this one. I was kind of going on this one, but I'm gonna choose this one. This one I'm gonna choose this one. I won't even go right. into detail about the other one that much. Right. Okay. Cool. Right. is that fair let it fly yeah all right all right so 
I was kind of teetering on my very first one. I wanted to make sure I had a nice little range, so I tried to go through some time frames. All right, I like Nat Turner, okay? And Nat Turner, he led, you know, this. he learned to read, he got smart, he went around teaching, you know, teaching black people, and it got to the point where he didn't like what was going on. He didn't like, you can watch the movie or read the story or whatever you need to do to get more detail. I'm really shortcutting everything. But he didn't like what was going on, so he led a rebellion, and he didn't care what was going down, and he slayed a lot of white people because he didn't like the way he was being treated. That's very mm -hmm. honorable to me. My, But my, my actual person I had to choose was the homie Frederick Douglass, bro. Frederick Douglass is going to be on my Mount Rushmore. Um, respect with Frederick Douglass. He, he was kind of the same in the fact that he learned to read. He went on to be a super crazy scholar. And he's definitely on point. Um, he went and bought his freedom. And he came back. And he was an abolitionist. And he really wrote for black people. Your boy Frederick Douglass is definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Okay. And if I need to go into more detail, I will. But I know but you that we got two other people to go to. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. All right. All right. All right. Next. So, Fred, so, so, so Frederick Douglass is number one for you. Frederick Douglass is the guy. All right. Beats out Nat Turner. All right. Yeah, he beats out Nat Turner. And by the way, me choosing is I'm really just choosing it right now on, on the gut because I really couldn't choose. That was just teetering. That's correct. My next one right. is... My next one is... Uh, Malcolm X, man. Malcolm X versus Martin Luther. I had a hard time choosing between the two. Um, obviously, we know who these guys are. They've done great things. If you don't, you can quickly look them up. Uh, I think I'm going to ride with... I like Martin Luther, but I'm riding with Malcolm X. Malcolm X is going to get the spot this time. You know what? My, uh, Martin Luther gets chosen a lot, and I feel like... He's very easy to digest. But mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and choose Malcolm X because, you know what? He came from humble beginnings, okay? He came through. He learned to be great. He learned to be something different. He, he learned the, about the nation of Islam. He taught the nation of Islam. When he found out that that wasn't right, he went on and did his own thing. He just wanted to do what was right. And he wasn't scared to go eye for eye, tooth for tooth. He just wanted it to be fair. So I'm going Malcolm X. He's going on a Mount Rushmore. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, next is this one was undisputed for me. I gotta go ahead and throw a lady on the joint. Oprah is going on the Mount Rushmore, bro. Oh, I know our current Mount Rushmore just got a bunch of men. You said what? I thought about that one too. Go ahead. You thought about that one? All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Just in case you didn't, just in case you didn't choose her, Oprah's on my Mount Rushmore, so you ain't even gotta worry about it, bro. Oprah, man. Again, another one. Humble beginnings movies talk show i mean she's she's a she's a darker complected woman uh no crazy scandals she's got her own network tv series that's successful she's building schools in africa bro like she's really trying to move the culture forward oprah got a spot in my mount rushmore okay all right and lastly i had to do it for something that's kind of current and that's doing it for I would, what I would consider the younger crowd and I still don't know who I'm going to choose right now but it's between Jay-Z and Diddy okay and both of these guys came from humble beginnings Jay-Z was a drug dealer Diddy was a dancer okay um, but I'm going to just go ahead with uh, I'm going to go with I want to choose Jay-Z but I'm going to choose Diddy and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to choose Diddy because 
Diddy's going on Mount Rushmore with Oprah, Nat Turner, or excuse me, Oprah, Frederick Douglass, and Malcolm X because, again, man came from humble beginnings. He went on to be a mogul. He's into he's into multi you know he has a bunch of different brands that he's into he's still trying to support the black coach he's giving a lot of black people jobs and i know he was controversial with his contracts and such but you know what these people had to learn how business runs and they know business now even the people who were talking against him in the past are talking positively about him now he's still trying to push the culture forward and He's got he's got you know Revolt TV and he's got uh, a mega business. Uh, he's got the liquor brand. He's done clothing brands, and he's definitely an inspiration to African American children and adults alike. So again, I chose my four: Frederick Douglass, Diddy, Oprah, and Malcolm X in no particular order. They're from different time frames, and that's my Mount Rushmore. So I only have one question for you. So the one. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I have a question about Diddy. So will Diddy have his shades on, or will he not? You know what? Um, I would say Diddy won't have his shades on, man. Diddy's a personable guy. He's an astute businessman, and uh, I think he has he has a very serious look on his face. Um, he knows how to smile. He knows how to be serious. I think he'll be taken more seriously without the shades. I'm going to do it without the shades, bro. See, I don't think people will know who he was. I think it would be very obvious who he was if he had his big <laughs> aviator shades and they even had yeah. like the little gradient on it. Like, Oh, yeah. I think then you would just know that's Diddy and then his mouth would be halfway open. <laughs> right, right. Would, okay, would his Yo, mouth be need, open? You need to be able to put little captions too. Would, would his mouth? This caption would definitely be like, can't stop. Would his mouth be open, or would you would you force the mouth closed on the on this Mount Rushmore? I would probably have to have the mouth open just slightly because he does that a lot in all situations. In what version of Oprah would you have, like current Oprah or back in the day Oprah? You know, she's still a living legend, bro. I would ask her how she wants to be portrayed. I would ask her how she wants to be portrayed. Is what I would do, but if if I couldn't talk to her, I would just do the most current version of Oprah right now. Okay. Um, and Frederick Douglass, I would definitely do the white-haired Frederick Douglass. Right. Um. And for Malcolm X. Uh, oh yeah, which one know, would you? Which one would you go with, Malcolm X? Because you got Malcolm Little. Um. You got him with nah, with no Mal- beard. No nah, man, Malcolm Little wasn't prepared. He was he wasn't full of the knowledge yet, bro. All right, so you got to had a beard. You got the you got the Nation of Islam, Malcolm. Then you got the woke Malcolm, where he had the beard. So which one? No, Malcolm no, no. It's it's definitely bearded Malcolm, dog. I, okay. I I said it's bearded Malcolm for sure. Okay. Because when he woke up, like, you know, it's one thing to be to be in a crew and feel like you know what's going on. It's another thing to realize that that crew is not telling you everything, and now you're going. Now it's not even going rogue. You're just a vigilante, and you're just riding for what you think is right, and that's, that's respectable, true. dog. That's why I had to choose the boy Malcolm. It's true. Okay. All right, great. All right. So who's going second? Since you, since you go ahead and you know, since oh, you choose, I'm gonna like go. That, I'm gonna so go last, man. I'm gonna go last, man. So I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna go let Greg last. go next. So yeah, I'm gonna let Greg go next. So that puts me up next on the Mount Rushmore Black Excellence. Yes, yeah, all right. and I apologize. I apologize, Greg. You should have went first because you are a guest on the show. No, you oh, ain't gonna go first on the other thing, though. Yeah, that ain't true. I ain't oh, gonna okay. go first. That was all right. We mixing it anyway, up. Anyway, um, 
So I tried to pick people from different walks of black life. Um, That's that fair. With, Love it. Going back sometime on some of them. And I think mo- most of mine are pretty modern with the exception of one. Um, so my first person I picked um, that would go on to Mount Rushmore of Black Excellence is Muhammad Ali. Um, nice. So we as we as black people we we get we've gotten famous for being athletes and and that's what that's all they thought we were good for for a long time is just being the most athletic person on the planet and Muhammad Ali was the best boxer he's probably the goat still greatest greatest boxer of all time and he actually sacrificed his career um to stand up to what he believed was right. Absolutely. And he always spoke his, he always spoke his mind about the about the issues that was going on with race. So he he didn't he didn't stand down um and he showed us that hey, even though you know you're 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 this great athlete, you don't have to be silent. And especially with what's going on with discussion we've had earlier talking about cap, I felt like Muhammad Ali was a perfect example of somebody who should be on their Mount Rushmore of of what it is that we need to be doing, and he gave up a lot to lay that foundation. And I, I really wish more people paid attention to it and followed through um, to keep his legacy uh, more alive. Um, okay. Second person I picked, I went more towards music and entertainment, um, so I went with um, Tupac. Believe it or not. Um, okay. The one thing. I always like the thing about Tupac is that we had all those conversations after the death of Biggie and Tupac about who was the best Biggie or Pac. And the one thing that I would always say to people is that for some strange reason, Pac was talking to people on a level that other people could not talk to um, those people at. Like, so he was relating to people across the entire spectrum, but he appeared to be coming from. The very bottom, but at the same time, he's practicing from the top. Like he's a hardworking artist, he's a hardworking actor, but at the same time, he's also not perfect. So what I learned from him, and what I think that people can learn from Tupac, is that the like the message can come from a variety of places. It doesn't have to always be the perfect role model or the perfect person doing everything the right way. Tupac, in my mind, was a very good example of that. He can speak to people. Who, who that perfect person or perfect people can't necessarily speak to. And he was taken away from us early for a reason. Like I think had he gotten older and matured, he would have had a voice that reached across the spectrum um, of black people from, from, from young people in the hood all the way up to millionaires and billionaires in, in entertainment. And in As a matter of so. fact, why you saying that, man? I know that uh, a lot of black people, a lot of black people I know, I don't want to just generalize, but the people that I know, they they're looking to see uh, uh, somebody to step up and lead. Tupac would have messed around and been the leader. Like if Absolutely. Tupac would say, "We ain't fucking with the NFL," we wouldn't <laughs> have fuck with the NFL. We wouldn't he, have fucked with the NFL. He had that type from, of voice. Man. Do you think? Yeah, that's true. Do you true. think that would be true though? Because like Jay tried Absolutely. to spit knowledge, and he's probably the closest thing we have to those guys. And people got kind of disrespectful about the Jay situation. He's not, nah. I think he. I think the thing with Jay is is that I've been looking for Jay 
to mature in his rapping for some years now. Like I was actually disappointed. Um, what was that 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 Holy Grail album came out? Yeah. Because I felt like yeah. he was at an age to where he should have started spitting knowledge, in my opinion, then. Then yeah. he was still trying to do and was rapping as if he was a young guy. And even calling himself young hove the entire time, which kinda bothered me. The thing about Tupac is that even at that young age, even through all of his controversy, because he was a flawed individual, just like most people on this list were at, at some point in something in their life. He was he was a flawed individual, but he always spoke the truth and he always spoke about bettering his people. He always spoke from the perspective of the poor black man or from the black man's perspective. Like he always did that throughout his career, no matter what it was he was going through. And one so quick thing, that's, one, one, one quick thing. Uh, I never thought about the whole spectrum thing that you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. Biggie, I don't think he ever got the opportunity to go there. No, no, Biggie, you know what though? Biggie is hands down the best lyricist. Well, some people have evolved on top of that, but at that time, as far as rapping goes, lyricism goes, as far as rhyme scheme goes, Tupac couldn't touch Biggie in that sense right. at all. Yeah, yeah. But when it came when it came to a message that actually reached people in the heart, to where they got to, like Tupac could get you fucking emotional. That's what I'm saying. I don't you think know, I don't man. think Biggie got to even put that body of work out. You know. He nah. only had the two albums, so you know he. Never you know what though, and not not mature, even the chance to mature. I don't even think it was that though. I think that the difference is is that that Biggie was a rapper and Pac was a poet. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there's a difference there. And on top of that, like Pac was definitely like a fighter at spirit. So you're right. Yes. Where the difference between like a Jay Z and and like a Tupac is that from day one, Tupac is talking about the fight and the struggle. And he didn't really care about rapping for real. I think nope. that he was just rapping because he knew that's what people listened to and he was pretty good at it. But his messages from day one, like you said, his messages from day one reached a lot of people and he had a higher call. So that that is true. I respect him for a totally different reason. That's right. dope. And I like that's that why, um, And that's why Pac is on my um, Mount Rushmore Black Excellence. Um, the third person on my black um, my my Mount uh, Mount Rushmore of black excellent. Um, I had to make sure that I picked a black woman. I feel like it's a lot of people that we can point to as far, and it's hard to pick four for that reason. But it had to be a black woman. And when I narrowed down the black women, the person I came up with was Harriet Tubman, because okay. not only did she get free. But she literally put her life on the line time and time again, getting other people free. And to this day, we really can't quantify the importance of what it was that Harriet Tubman did for us, like as black right. people. Right. Like we who who knows where she smuggled these people to and then they blossomed and had families all over this damn country or or in the north and, and how and how whatever it was she did and her sacrifice helped us build on and build our families and our legacies moving forward. I just think we can't quantify what it was that Harriet Tubman uh did for us. And I, I like I get the, the Frederick Douglass thing and he, he he taught himself and um he got free as well and he became an abolitionist and he spoke the word and um he spoke out against slavery. He did that. But I think what she did was a look a, a lot more daring and oh it's more she, dangerous for sure yeah and she got a lot more people 
And we don't know. We, we really don't know how many people she got to freedom and how many people built families and legacies based on the actions of this one woman and this system that she that she, that she had going. So I had to pick a black woman and Harriet Tubman, I believe, was an important one. Now, yeah, that's fair. My last one would seem fairly obvious. The problem is, is that I've done three people on my, my, my Mount Rushmore and I have not mentioned Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, which would be the obvious selection. Um, but the person I did go with was Obama. I feel like the, the, the runner-ups in those spots would be MLK and Malcolm X, right? But I feel like in order to do this political thing the absolute right way, in the order to make it to the highest office in this country, Obama couldn't have did that without the blueprint that was set forth by those guys ahead of him. Like he learned a lot about what he needed to do as far as economic policies and how to act and how to, because them guys gave their lives to this struggle. So him using those examples, him studying those individuals, he used that to reach the highest office in his land to the point that we're facing a rebellion right now. Um, of white nationalists in this country and, and even our racist president all because a black man figured out a way to unite so many people and, and he was I ain't gonna say he was I can't I don't know if I can say Obama was unapologetically black per se I feel like um, him being there was number one symbolic in that we have kids that were born in a world that Obama, a black man, was president, and now they believe that they can do any job in this country. I didn't believe that when I was a kid. I didn't believe That's I can reach that. I, I look, I got a ceiling. I can be a senator, but I can't. I can't be no motherfucking president. Yeah, as, as, as far as white guy, as far as him being unapologetic, unapologetically black, I would. I don't know if I would say that either. But he definitely, it definitely wasn't a question if he was or right. not. Black. Right. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't he, any he, question. He was, like, I will call he, it. I will call it. He was black within reason. He was. He was definitely with well, us. You he, know, he did what was needed. What what needs to be done? Like he, like 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 MLK was was even though he was the nonviolent guy, he was way too radical to ever be able to navigate through that system to reach that office. Just like. Jesse Jackson, way too radical to ever reach the top and reach that office. Malcolm right. X, way too radical to, right. to reach the top and reach the office. Not to say that their message was off base. Their message was on point, and we know it was. But I do believe by those guys sacrificing their lives in this in, 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 in this country that it showed that man what he needed to do. Just like the first athletes um, the first baseball players to play in the, the the major league in major league baseball, like Jackie Robinson, was the perfect guy because they knew he was mild mannered enough to to withstand the treatment that he was going to. You know what? He and and, and that's the thing. That that's that's one thing. That's the one thing that I was afraid. So I was thinking Obama too. The only reason that I didn't choose him was because the it was it it was more than just him and his own like i was i'm kind of afraid that he could be part of a token situation where he's he's the token that was chosen and said look hey check this out we got a black guy in there now because we got a black guy in there now there's no racism just to let you know and so although that he was and he was totally qualified for the job he's very articulate 
and he definitely spoke very well and he definitely he he wasn't like we talked about him not being exactly unapologetically black but he was he definitely showed his blackness he didn't i don't think he turned it down he no, didn't no. mute his blackness right he didn't mute his blackness right um i would just i would like you take like a harriet just like how you were saying that like the frederick douglas versus harriet tubman Harriet Tubb was definitely more daring, and I totally agree with that. Frederick Douglass was more mild manner. Where Obama, right. he he was it wasn't a he wasn't as daring as a Malcolm X, but he did what he did was definitely great, and I, I totally respect it. But that's the only reason that I was scared to pick him. Yeah, but so I still yeah, respect the pick. I had to think about it for a second. And so when you think about even even if let's 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 just say this, let's just say that even if he wasn't necessarily the perfect black person, quote unquote. The, to be in that position right the symbolism of him being in that position did what for this next generation of people oh it means a lot yeah and it, it can't you you we, we won't know how that's measured until years down right. the line like but i but like, I, I think we can project that his contribution goes down in history no doubt he's gonna like if there really was a black mount rushmore he would absolutely be on there oh because he was well yeah because that, that's these are george washington yeah white yeah. white people white people will vote him there too though to to a mount rushmore right like well yeah he's the he's the most acceptable of the news like that's 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 what they I mean, why would they be voting though this is this is black mount no, no 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 I'm just, I'm just i'm just saying in if if it was he He'd if like, if it ever came down to it, it they were right they were right no they Obama wouldn't be too. included in the voting though no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not saying they will be included okay. in the voting. What I'm saying is, <laughs> as an example, like if black people had to vote, I think he'd make it. If white people had to vote on a black Mount Rushmore, Obama would make it on the white people's list for black people too, because <laughs> he's the guy that became president. Yeah, and I tell I, you what, after that Nat Turner movie, I bet you he wouldn't be nowhere near the damn list. He wouldn't be <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. All right, man. Bro. All right, so so run, this, man, run, run over, run over your, do. run over your four real quick. Uh, my four: Muhammad Ali, Tupac, Harriet Tubman, Barack Obama. All right, all right, Jaren, you up, bro? All right, here goes mine. So mine, I picked mine. It better not have Gucci, dog. That's all I'm gonna say. It better not stay, have. Gucci. Stay tuned. He he could make an appearance. <laughs> oh, so mine, I tried to hit a different, a, a few different levels. Um, a few different uh, spaces in time. Um, so number one for me, the first person I thought of uh, was also Harriet Tubman, and okay. that's because she physically put in that work. Like you said, she actually risked her life. I mean, she was going time and time again. She was too. going through swamps. She's going through these woods alligators chasing their pumas bigfoots i mean she was just like everything she was definitely the mm -hmm. the uh i guess the closest thing to michelle obama or serena williams or some great black woman oprah winfrey of that time she was she was everything yeah. so <laughs> without a doubt harriet tubman yeah um second i wanted to go with sports and so with sports, I, I well first of all let me go back to Harriet Tubman. So again, as far as civil rights and moving people forward, I thought she was the most or 
to me one of the most impactful uh, I like the groundwork she put in so and she's a woman yep. so like you said I definitely wanted a woman to be in there too um, so I'm glad we all three figured that would be a good yeah. move uh, yeah, I was sitting next to my wife coming up to the list, and I asked her. She said, "Absolutely." I said, "Okay, yeah. I'm make sure." That would be a tragedy not to. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, second, I went with MJ. That is Michael Jordan, Jeffrey Jordan. Okay. Um, he had all the dopest shoes up to those Jordan Thirteens. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. 13 no, I'm, I'm including, I'm including the, 13. the 13s. After oh, okay. 13s, okay. Okay. he was washed. But everything before <laughs> that, it was all good. Six championships, six finals MVPs, 14 all-star appearances. I don't got to go through the accolades. We all know what Michael Jordan is about. <laughs> um, so, Michael Jordan. Um, number three, I went with MJ. Michael Jackson, because I felt like I needed somebody creative on on this uh, list. And okay, I didn't even think Mike Jack, but Mike Jack. Okay, and Michael Jackson specifically from the Thriller video, eating the popcorn. Oh, this I was so wait wait. I was gonna ask you: Are we talking? So we gonna go through the Mike Jacks real quick. We got off the wall Mike Jack. No, I've I've already decided. Okay. We we got we got bad Mike Jack, yep. right? We got uh, uh um history Mike Jack. Am I missing? I don't I even like know if that counts. Mike Jack in the history? Uh, history Mike Jack. That's like ninety four, ninety five. That's, that's, that's the equivalent. Uh, okay, that's definitely a Mike Jack. Okay, yeah, that that's that's a far out. That's Mike the thirteen. So you call it the Thriller Mike Jack. You sticking that's the with thirteens? You sticking uh, with absolutely. the Thriller Mike Jack? Yeah, Thriller specifically from the video, specifically from the scene where he's eating popcorn. That's the face I want on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> okay, I'm the like, popcorn. Oh, oh, um, real quick, which uh, which which uh, Michael Jordan? I don't know if that would matter. I, I would just say the the what's it the. So you you talk you talking about the, the, the low haircut the Michael like the eighty uh, whatever that record was the ninety eight seventy two and 10. oh seventy two yeah. and ten okay you got the seventy two and ten yeah that's okay. that's that's my favorite Michael Jordan. All right, so uh, oh and last, I wanted an act. Well, I kind of wanted a comedian. But I didn't want to just leave it at a comedian. I, I said I'm going to go with the actor. But somebody who I've always loved, who's always funny. He could be serious. He could be scary. He covers all the genres of acting. And that is Samuel L. Jackson. Specifically yep. okay. from Pulp Fiction. Because I believe it would be dope if there was two people on the Mount Rushmore with Jerry Curls. Okay, I'm rocking with it. I knew where you was going with that. When you said he can be funny, he can be serious, he can be scary, I swear I thought Samuel L. When you said Pulp Fiction, I knew it was because of yeah. the hair. I knew it. <laughs> All right. Because it's got to be a nigga up there with the Jerry Curl. Like, we got to reference. <laughs> uh, I did have a couple of runner-ups. Um, Oprah was a runner-up. Muhammad Ali was a runner-up. Um but y'all both picked them. So I had two more runner runner ups and that was Floyd Mayweather because he's 50 and oh and Trinidad James because that's the blackest nigga I could think of. And he should be I can't on there. Trinidad. <laughs> Did you have any runner ups, Greg? 
You ain't you ain't talking uh, about no runner ups. I had to. If you didn't, that's cool. But if it was really tough for I mean, you, you had a runner up, you can get it, it was, out. It, it was the MLK and the Malcolm X on Obama that was a runner up. Um, oh, I really okay. didn't have no runner up for Muhammad Ali. It was like clear cut. Um, yep. Tupac, I struggled a little bit about people that stood up. And it would have been the only other person that was close was James Brown, but it was too much like negative shit there for me. So I couldn't go with James Brown. Um, That's really fair. No, only other person with Harriet told me it might have been two. Um, it was Oprah because I thought about that one and what she's done and how she's moving the culture forward. And also Michelle Obama was one. She, I mean, she's she's going to be included in any conversation when we're talking about black women. Uh, it was it was hard for me. It was hard for me to pick Michael Jackson over Prince. But I, and listen, I'm not gonna lie. For why, the, why did you Why did you ultimately choose Mike Jack? Why did you Why did you go Mike Jack over Prince? He was the most impactful. Um, obviously, he had the musical talent, but he did also do a lot of uh, philanthropic things um, all okay. all across the, the world. So. Right. That was that was my thing for uh for Jay Z and Diddy is as far as especially him speaking out Jay Z speaking out on his last album I've been waiting for that for a minute and he's he's been kind of doing it he had Black Excellence on the uh on the Watch the Throne he he had sprinkles of it I feel like this album was really dedicated on 444 a lot of it was to push the culture forward but Diddy on the other hand he's been talking that talk for a long time. Jay-Z just kind of, he speaks out and then he goes back into a shell. He don't do interviews. He don't speak out enough. He probably gives a lot, but he's just not out in the public enough to be seen. So I had to go with, with, with Diddy over Jay. Okay. Oh, and Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson is actually with the shits, too, as far as, like, civil rights and black pride and the black movement. That's true. He, he is. is. So... So there you go. Well, we we'll go ahead and spit with your. Uh, go ahead and put a put out your social media info. Hey man, first of all, man, I want to thank y'all for calling me on to join the show, man. Interesting conversations as usual. I listen to the show. Y'all do live from time to time, and it's always good stuff. I'm always in the chat box, like I wish I was talking to them live, so I can get my points across for real. So I'm glad y'all invited me on, man. Once again, it's Greg with the Drinks at the Kitchen Table podcast. Um, we can be found on iTunes. I'm sorry, I keep saying iTunes. It's now Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, um, also YouTube. We put the videos there. Drinks at KTP.com. Um, you can usually find the links to get to all of our shows going back to episode one. Um, our social media, we can be found in Drinks at KTP on Stitcher, on Snapchat, on Instagram. All of that is. Uh, at drinks at KTP and then um, also the drinks at the kitchen table podcast on Facebook so we can basically be found any motherfucking where you are looking all that shit be alright that's no bull like for real like I try to make sure that no one has an excuse like I have an Android I got Google Play like you can find us in they on Black Planet check us out Black Planet Miente, Miente, MySpace, we on yeah. all that. You know what I mean? Nah, Tumblr, me. all that. <laughs> I was, I, I almost started a Tumblr page, but worst case scenario, <laughs> just remember the name: Drinks at the Kitchen Table Podcast. You can always Google it, and it'll take you somewhere to get you to where you need to be. All right, that's what's up, and you can oh, be yeah, listening yeah. to in. 
Let oh, me, go let ahead. Me, you got let another me, one? Let me. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I forgot. I got to plug when I'm on. <laughs> he, got, he got more. I told you it's going to be 20 minutes of plug. <laughs> like, we on so Google. Look, we on Google we, Plus. We on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, look, we stream the show live every Tuesday. Like, we shoot for a target time between 8 and 9. But hey, life happens. It don't always happen that way. But every Tuesday, it does get streamed live. Basically, no fail. Um, we don't post the show until Thursday. So every Thursday, we have a new episode come out. So Tuesday live, Thursday, you can catch up on the, the, the actual podcast when I post it. That's it, y'all. I'm done. Are you sure this time, bro? You you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. <laughs> All right. Yo, by straight the way, up though. I also had a drink tonight. <laughs> and the drink was, yo, I had blue raspberries, Dog, Vecca, vodka. Right now. If you can see <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead and plug it, dog. I told you it's 20 minutes of plugs, but go ahead. You got it. Yeah. So what I had tonight, I'm going to give you all an example of the type of drink we do. So I had some blue raspberry vodka, and then I had some raspberry liqueur called Diamore, and then I had some Simply Lemonade. I took some ice. I mixed all that up. A drop of grenadine. Boom. Very, very, very delicious drink. Is what I was sipping on while I was uh, doing the Corporate Streets podcast. Man. You want to? You want to shout? Just, hold on, hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on. You want to shout out your uh, co-host officially? Uh, yeah, I mean my my, my co-host is CIMO. I mean, and every once in a while, Travis, but um, CIMO, uh, they they'll be on the show. If you take a listen, you will hear our three ignorant asses go on for an hour plus about whatever's going on every every week, man. So check us out, man. It's a fun show. All right. I'm done, man, for real. I ain't just ain't no stunt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listeners, go check out Drinks at the Kitchen Table podcast. It is pretty dope. I've listened to numerous episodes, had a great time. I've jumped in a couple of live streams, and it's a good show. I enjoy it. Go check it out. I'm with it. Now, since that man is done, maybe I can close <laughs> out the show like I normally do. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now, however you listening to us, and we appreciate it. I know Greg appreciates it. Jen appreciates it. I definitely appreciate it. All right? We have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. Yo, we're about to be on Law 48 right now. We went through the whole list of 48 laws from the book, The 48 Laws of Power, from the OG Robert Greene. Go check it out. The Powercast is dope. We release it every single Friday, or we try to. We're listening to the audiobook right now, and uh, it's 2017, man. Go ahead and invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're on a plane, train, automobile, need to invest in yourself, go ahead and give it a listen. We're trying to, you know, give you some food for thought. So check that out. If you want to email us, we're at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You need help handling the situation. Go ahead and hit us up. Drop us a line. We are the advice connoisseurs. You can hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who would drop $400 on a Gucci belt. So they better put their money to good use and donate to Hurricane Irma. Peace. If you can pay top dollar to look fresh, you can use that same energy to make it rain for your donation of choice. I know I said that last week for or the last podcast for Hurricane Harvey. Same thing for Irma, man. Go help some people out. That's if you're a decent human being. That's and all I know is we need to like step up our social media. We only have like two. 
Yeah, like 18. Yeah, we got to get on his level, though. We got to get on his level. And also, you're welcome back if, to the show if you ever want to uh, have good, smooth transitions, man. You could do all your transitions over here. Yeah, right, man. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I appreciate good transitions, man. It was just, it was so, it was so perfect, man. I was like, damn, how you do that so good? <laughs> I had to point it out, man. I didn't want to miss it because I was gonna forget, man. I done had a couple of drinks here. All right, yeah. So, yeah all right, y'all. Peace. We out. Peace. <laughs>